Diapers? No. Goatee? Maybe. Beard? Beard!
better we better unmute some buttons and and start the damn show. Uh, I don't know what like kind of accent this is, but it's dumb. <laughs> I think you're. In, I, am I? You're, right. you're in. You're in. <laughs> you yeah. need more volume. Oh, is what you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Do you have enough? I do. Yeah. All right. Uh, too can, much. No. Oh, well. Eh, you know. It'll be all right in a minute. You'll hurt your eardrums, yeah. and then you'll lose a couple of frequencies, and it'll all be just fine now. Yeah, that's uh, that's a metal lover for you. <laughs> it's fine. Stand right next to the speaker, because then you can feel it. Did, did I talk about this last week, that there was a a, a, a psycholo- clinical psychologist who was like, yeah, it totally makes sense that heavy metal is beneficial for you. It relieves stress and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Nice. Yeah. That, like, you know... The, Huh. A, We're right. You know, someone, you know, uh, in a, I don't know, respected profession recognizes that getting your aggressions out in a, in a, in an artful way mm-hmm. uh, is really beneficial to humankind, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, uh, despite, you know, we talk a lot about peace and prosperity and the non-aggression principle and, and, and I love all of that thing, but you know. People are still just barely not apes. Right. Right. So they have to have an outlet for these energies. Right. Why not make them constructive and artful and fun? Right. And so that's why I enjoy or used to enjoy. I guess I no longer enjoy the mosh pit. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. I've I've talked to a lot of people who are like, yeah, I just like don't feel any urge to break the non-aggression principle. And I envy them. I really do. Because I want to kill people all the time. Just like strangle <laughs> them to death. And anything uh, that's really helpful. I people, yeah. Like, like I, I've talked about how tobacco was unbelievably difficult to quit. And part of it is it made me want to strangle people so much less. <laughs> and that made it so much easier to not strangle people. That's how I feel about driving here in New Hampshire compared to driving in downtown Seattle, Washington. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I so it. like, I, I'm. It's so stress free. Mm-hmm. It's so like, oh, oh, you know what? Uh, yeah, it's raining out a little bit. You want to do fifty? It's fine because it's not going to take me a half an hour to go four fucking miles. <laughs> four fucking miles, just to get across downtown. I lived on the south end uh, of of not even the south end, uh, the north end of downtown, but across the the bridge. So I was in proper downtown. Uh, and then it would take me, it, on a regular basis, four hours to get across downtown. Right. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. How, I, you know, like, and it was to a point where I would do the counterintuitive thing. I would get onto an express lane that was pointed in the opposite direction and drive further north to get on a different road that put me back south that I knew was less populated with traffic and only had stop signs and no stoplights. And I would like I would put an extra 10 or 15 miles on my car to make it to wherever I was going on time because I had to outsmart the fucking traffic. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do with when you have that kind of traffic. And wouldn't it be nice if we had like a system where we were talking to each other and figuring out what was cheapest so that we could all do things like that. Yeah. When they were appropriate to do. Uh, let's take a stab. Uh, oh, before we get to the calls, we should probably, I don't know, let people know that you're listening to Beard Talk Live. You are. In case you, you know, don't have eyes or. Uh, don't have a display across your audio device or you're listening to this in the future, 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 uh, after it becomes 
an audio version podcast. We're streaming live video right now over at, what is it? Beard.freetalklive.com. Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. Oh, wait. No, no. We're streaming. The quickest way is video.freetalklive.com. Uh, and watch when we're live. live. Yeah. Oh, that was it. No, not video. Watch. I think both of them will get you there. But oh, watch.freetalklive right. will get you directly there. There you go. Watch.freetalklive.com. Watch.freetalklive.com. Um, we are a call-in show. It's fact. And we're borrowing the Free Talk Live studio to do Beard Talk Live. So the phone number is the same, 603-283-6160, 603-283-6160. I am the Lord Reverend, Do- nope, nope, nope. I am the authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will. And who are you? Peakless Mountaineer. And we are bearded fellows who like to talk about freedom and occasionally beards. If I mean, People have called in, talked about beards. It's, it's called true. beardtalklive.com. We'll talk about whatever the fuck. Uh, there's no censors, so that's why you hear me using the word fuck generously. Mm. That's not true. Uh, I Without just, restraint. I just talk that way. <laughs> I mean, if, if you and I are outside having a conversation, this is how it fucking goes, right? yeah. generally speaking. Uh, so there's that. Uh, is that all the intro shit? Could be. We don't have as much of a, a ritual here on Beard Talk Live as the some other talk shows might have. <laughs> because we're unformat specifically, right? Are we anarchists? Are we voluntarists? Do we think that things not only can but should be done in a different way shouldn't we be the change we want to see in the world yes let's not be afraid to not have a format indeed right and and let the show just become right let it grow let it become its own thing and it will we're on how many fucking episodes now 43 43 we have passed the answer to life the universe and everything yes all right episode 43 uh, well, you know, let's see who the f- Beard Talk Live. Who the fuck is this? This is Creighton. How are you guys doing tonight? Hey, Creighton, you are on Beard Talk Live. What's on your mind? We're uncensored, by the way. So if you need to cuss, feel say free. whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> well, it's not really my style, but thank you for the invitation. Um, happy to offer um, it. Earlier this week, uh, I thought of you guys. I thought. Uh-huh. I was calling in this show early this week because my when my youngest son came to me and asked me about flat earth theory. Mm. And I'm like, wait, what? Your youngest son, how, how old? He is 13. Okay. Um, and that seems like a and, good time to be thinking about something like flat earth theory when you're 13. <laughs> like, now wait a second. Well, I get told this. Am I sure that's true? And look, if you're going to think freely, then yes, you should question absolutely everything. Great. Well, I went through I went through the whole uh, you know standard experiment of of how you prove that the Earth is round for yourself. I know there was a standard. Wondered. Well, there is kind of. All right. So what did you do? Yeah, what did you do? Of. Well, we didn't do it. Uh, because somebody on YouTube did it. It was easy to find. Oh, so you watched um, some YouTube videos. Okay, all right, that's fine. Yeah, but, yeah, um, that, that, that explains everything. But uh, uh, the, Dude, yeah, I, the I've watched a bazillion of them. There's yeah. no shame in watching YouTube. Yeah, my standard is uh, is real simple. There's a different sky in the north than the south, and that doesn't work uh, without 
north and south being on opposite sides of a thing. So, like, there's different constellations in the southern sky than the northern sky. Uh, like, uh, that's, that's one method, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the method I was talking about was uh, is the classic one where uh, you uh, somebody goes to two two different you know areas north and north and south of each other and measures the shadow length of the shadow at the same time of day on the same day of the year. Um, and uh, this is really hard to do back in, you know, uh, ancient Greece, but they did it. So I was explaining to my son that traditionally um, the ancient peoples, they knew the earth was round, or at least they knew that it wasn't flat. Yeah. Um, if they didn't know what the shape was. But uh, uh, ancient writers, historians would, would mock other uh, cultures by claiming that they were flat earthers mm. and that so basically it was a classic way of calling other people stupid and he asked oh. me well, what what about these crazy what about what about these people on the internet talking about you know flat earth that is that earth is, is flat i said well they start with people who started that are really smart people that can make really good arguments but they're trolling they're they're trolling everybody else that they can trick um and he understood you know, uh, that. But... Honestly, like if that had not been created by trolls, it would be necessary for government to create it. But yeah, that that's because here's the thing: like it, you have to have something that you can straight up point to to say everyone who has a weird theory on the internet is absurdly wrong. Like you have to have something that backs up the idea of conspiracy theorist. Or else you you start to lose ground against the possibility that some other things uh, might not be what they told you they were. So you have to have well, something that is absurd. Going. And the, the flat earth theory is mostly absurd. That's kind of where I was going because it occurred to me that, you know, in this modern world where they got the, a lot of these uh, social media networks, they suppress misinformation. It occurred to me that I've never seen them suppress a flat earth theory. Never. Um, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> there you go. I, I haven't thought of that until you just brought it up. I was today years old when I thought of that. Yeah. So it, it, it occurred to me, like, is this actually a government troll? It, did somebody actually get paid to make this story well, up? And, and, and here's the thing about, uh, let, let's call it, you know, the conspiracy. It might be accidental because they have this horrible culture where they just automatically know what to do. Like they, they have this singular goal and they all kind of know what will break that goal. So they automatically act in the, the service well, of those goals. I mean, it, it, human beings have held absurd beliefs for the entire history of man. And so I'm not surprised uh, in the same way, I wasn't surprised when Scientology became a thing. Yes, I, I think I'm older than than Scientology, at least being a mainstream word. Like I, I lived in a time before the word Scientology existed, right. and then one day Scientology was there, and it was really interesting. Not Scientology, just the fact that like out of nowhere, a science fiction writer. And a bad one at that, <laughs> right? You know, like had a religion created around a book that he wrote. Right. 
and then somebody else was like, well, yeah, but if you look at other religions, I mean, like, <laughs> they're created around these magical books that, you know, men wrote, right? Well, this is only weird because there's pictures of him. So, but it was weird, like, living through that time. Now, I, I'm of the opinion that, like, new religions probably aren't going to i didn't think they were ever going to happen i thought all the religions that ever were going to exist already existed <laughs> right and i was mistaken because a oh, new so one you didn't know where those ones came a, from. a new one but it was a lesson in past religions right but also a lesson uh, towards what Crichton is talking about which is flat earth theory which is just a bunch of people believing super absurd stuff Humans are capable I, of doing that, and, and they like they almost want to. Like humans almost want well, to believe an absurd thing. Well, so here's the thing. Um, number one, there is actually a a, a point of non-absurdity in that it uh, it can it conforms to your experience, and it is the model of the Earth that is uh, spoken about in you know all the ancient stuff. So there is a level of non-absurdity to it. Well, hang on. I beg to differ right. because it's it's not it's not common experience. Most of the ancient peoples, especially the ones that could sail, knew the Earth was not flat. Because sure. I, I explained to my son that when I was a kid, they'd tell us that sailors were afraid to sail away from the from the land because they were afraid of falling off the edge of the Earth. Right. And I told him that's not true. They knew they could sail away from the land. They were afraid of getting lost. But they knew that if they sailed far enough away, the land would curve over to where they couldn't see it. They knew that. So they knew that the earth was not flat. Um, and likewise, people who lived in the high mountains, you know, up near high spaces where they could see the horizon over a long, long stretch, knew the earth wasn't flat for the same reason. It was the people who lived in the valleys and had no education or access to um, learning that could possibly have believed that the earth was so and that was never a majority well, so, so wait a minute by um, your logic then valley girls should all be flat earthers i said it could be oh Not okay, that they necessarily okay. Right. would be all right go ahead well so the uh, the standard uh uh description of the ancient world is that there's this disc of of earth and at the edge of it is salt water and underneath it is fresh water, and in the middle of it, there's a tree. Oh, okay. I see where you're going with that. Well, I was imagining you were talking about the in the Old Testament of the of the Bible, where it says, um, "As far away as the east from the west." Um, I'm not sure that I'm quoting that correctly, but he, uh, I would beg, I would say that even the people who wrote the Old Testament in the Bronze Age were aware, generally aware, that the Earth was not flat. Yeah, was it? So, this, these are things that probably the average person, even in the Bronze Age, didn't even think about, right? Only the the most educated thought about this kind of shit, right? They were the ones who, like, oh, there's stars, and like, you know, they they were the the third level thinkers or whatever you want to call it. Uh, of their time. And so, you know, the regular day-to-day -day Joes, they never asked about, you know, is the earth flat? Is it round? Right? They they held a belief one way or the other and just went about their day. Because for all efficient purposes, uh, if that's your what you have available to do, 
doesn't make a difference. Like, okay, maybe it's flat, maybe it's round, maybe we're on the inside of a round thing. Didn't think of that one, did ya? Uh, but uh, for all intents and purposes, it doesn't really make a difference. Hexagonal Earth theory. Dun dun dun. <laughs> or like in Minecraft, where the Earth is just one big cube. <laughs> there you go. Or uh, you know some of these uh, tabletop games, right? Twenty sided Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna roll the winner? <laughs> Crichton, what else is on your mind? <laughs> Oh, that's just what I wanted to share. Great, and thank you for the call, man. We appreciate you calling in. Um, one last note I'll make on that. Uh, so Be flat. S- seeing the world as flat uh, is a fairly effective uh, starting point for certain meditations. Yeah. well, Because and- it, it gives the mind the ability to simplify reality into a single level of things. And from oh, there, right. if you're going to, like, uh, you know, cast your imagination into the heavenly spheres... That's a, a much uh, easier mental starting point. Yeah. I was just thinking of, uh, you mentioned the word level, and right as, like, I had just thought about, oh, I'm going to say something about using a level. And then you're like, level. And I'm like, oh, wow, that was weird. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, a construction level. When you're building something, a table, whatever, you want to make sure that it's level. When you're installing, like, a new stove or something in your place, you want to put a level on it and, you know, turn the feet so that it's not crooked and water doesn't, you know, float one way instead of the other way. Yeah. And that kind of a thing. Um to me, that's all indicators, right? Uh, that, that you know, the ability to to flatten something out to level, mm-hmm. you know, uh, indicates that you know, oh, if you shift one way or the other, there's a curve. Um, I don't see how. No. Okay. So, so uh, uh, in contrast to the disc with the downward only gravity. Oh, uh, I think probably Crichton's boat analogy is better than boat analogy uh yeah the uh you, you know you sail away from a shore mm-hmm. and you know it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and curves away well here's the wacky thing you're constantly falling off the edge of the earth when you move around because it's round my god i really am yeah ain't that something they sold us the whole seat and we didn't get an edge <laughs> <laughs> let's do this beard talk live who the fuck is this oh this is skeeter Skeeter, you're on Beard Talk Live. Yeah, yeah. I it's just confusing because uh, you're waiting. Uh, it's yeah, not yeah. Your yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, we know. Uh, yeah, it's just a problem then, that that we can't that fix. Let that be a warning to others. Yeah, we we can't fix that problem. Uh, thank you for you know being confused and staying on hold, listening to something that's not this show. Uh, we appreciate that. Yeah, but... uh, also, I wanted to make mention that you're on Beard Talk Live now, not Free Talk Live. So if you feel the need to cuss, there's no FCC here. You could say shit, piss. Uh, what What are the words? Oh. What's the amble? Oh. Hey, well, uh, it would be. Hey, do, do you want to say it with us? Do you know it, Skeeter? No. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Just listen. Shit, shit piss, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. This is known as the Beard Talk Live amble. It's not a preamble. It's not a postamble. It's just something we say at some point during the show. Now just seemed to be a suitable time for it. And the famous Carlin, seven words you can't say on television. All right, go ahead, Skeeter. Yeah, I mean, uh, I wanted to continue where we kind of left off. I don't even know where to start. Sweet. I mean, I, 
just a little nauseous from hearing all this, you know, non-aggression, voluntary stuff. It doesn't make the sense. The very idea of people deciding <laughs> well, their lives for themselves, it just makes me sick. Skeeter, where are you on flat earth, man? Are you a flat earther? No, no. I mean, I've seen, like, I mean, you're going to have to develop a whole theory of gravity and show me the math, the math system that makes sense with it. I've seen all that. I've, I've been through physics, you know engineering physics so i seen all that. you're gonna have to come up with a system that's uh, as consistent as that before you to be fair I actually do believe in an tell alternate, me how gravity works on that thing i do actually believe in an alternate theory of gravity but it does rely on around earth so that's neither here nor there uh, I, I just want to see the math behind it and if you can right. make it consistent it's, it's exactly more, uh, more convincing the only theory bingo, bingo. the only theory of flat earth that i believe Right? And there's several different theories, right? But the only one that I believe is this. The Earth is, the water on Earth is not carbonated. Therefore, the Earth is flat. Just like your, you know, your beverage. Wah, wah. Yeah, Skeeter's not laughing either. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Tough crowd. We have a consensus. Yeah. See? We're starting from points of agreement. <laughs> Skeeter? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what we had established but, on uh, Free Talk Live is that the dictionary yeah, is useful Good. as a tool to figure out what we're saying. But the thing is, when I'm in a conversation with you and I say, I'm going to use this word this way, then that's that's it. You know that that's what I mean when I'm using this word. Now, you can be upset with me for that yeah. or not, but... It, it helps with the communication, and sometimes, like, well, that's not the ordinary use, and, like, acknowledging whether or not someone is using a word in an ordinary way. And if you're using it in an unordinary way, you got to warn people. It doesn't matter. I mean, uh, in a rigorous debate, I'll let you set whatever definition you want. All right. And I'll proceed with that. All right. And, if and the only problem is if it's inconsistent, right? And I'll have to point, point it out. Or if that's what I'm trying to get out, which that is... That's what I'm hoping. Which I'm doing with aggression. That's what I'm hoping. So, no, I, I'm actually really interested to hear, like, every time that I come across a, a new uh, a, a new doctrine of anarchy, if you will, I am all ears to hear the thing. I mean, it, it's weird. The, yeah. the communist anarchists, they think you just don't know communism, and yeah. that's why you're not a communist. <laughs> but, yeah. like, no, I was fascinated to hear, like, how did you get to anarchy from communism? That's fascinating. But, I mean, yeah. it, it's all the same place. I mean, you can get to a philosophical agency uh, through a religion by well, just believing in a soul and, like, boom, okay, great, we agree in philosophical agency. Let's get you and Skeeter to agree uh, on the definition of anarchy. Okay, without oh, rulers. That, that, that's going to be a problem, too. Without rulers. But, yeah, go ahead. What's the definition of anarchy? Cause... Without rulers. So not without rules, uh, but without that, rulers. Yes, without rulers. That's kind of ambiguous. Like, you mean no aggression? Is that what you're kind of... Mm, uh, no, can you well, work in the definition? Wait, first define aggression, and then I'll let you use okay. it in anarchy in terms of aggression. Okay. So aggression is uh, force or the threat thereof. Initiation, right? Yeah, not yeah. Initiation. Like, yeah, force or the threat thereof, not a responding force, because that'd be another thing on top of that. No, it's just it's just using force and threats. 
Not responding to some to someone else using force and threats, but just doing the what thing. About, what about an improportional response of force? Well, that's a tricky situation because you got to live with the people around you. That's that's not important. I mean, but I mean, you can just start seeing. You start seeing the inconsistencies of aggression. Oh, no, oh it's not. It's uh, not inconsistent. No, you you are morally justified. Uh, when someone steals your paperclip to, like, uh, eliminate them from the existence of reality. You're justified in doing that, but the people around you might not want to trade with you if they know that, like, stealing your paperclip gets them disintegrated. So, I, in that case, I would say it's not justified, but, but it oh, all depends. I, I, I mean, I, I have a... There, there here's here's the problem which... with the here's the problem yeah. with saying it's not justified. You end up putting the burden on the victim, and if someone is the victim of aggression, look, if they feel that they have to uh, can uh, go all the way to level ten out of ten, then okay, they're the victim. They're being aggressed on, and maybe it's a bad decision, and we can decide we don't want to hang out with them anymore. But they they still are entitled to be protected protected we like now uh, you're talking about an entitlement to protection well from me from you yeah i protect everyone from me who acts toward me in a peaceful way uh you attack who yeah wait who are you in this situation there's somebody getting their paper clips stolen and some response and who are you in this oh i'm i'm just me and and I'm are running the, the party? so that's the usual way the that they that's the, the usual way that proportion of force as an idea comes up in our crowd is that people will say like well can I just nuke your house because you stole my paperclip and it's yeah, like yeah. well so, you could uh, so that, you, that, that be, probably that isn't be... what you want to do but. Well, I, I would actually I would say no in that literal situation because if you nuke the guy's house who stole your paperclip, you're also nuking everyone else's house. Ah, yep, that's right. So you would be violating the, the nap in there. that in that in that. I instance. mean, I mean, you're just you're just. I mean, just uh, adjust the hypothetical and just take a gun to yep. his head. That's that's why I yeah. use the disintegrate. But yeah, so like shooting a person over a paperclip isn't going to win you friends and uh, influence people. It's not going to help you trade and survive. So you probably don't actually want to do that. But being justified in it being a good idea are two different things. Don't refer to it as our system. It's just uh, we think uh, humanly preferable. Yeah, so let me establish that. So you define aggression as the initiation of force, right? Yep, and and that includes threats and fraud. So it includes threat and fraud. Those are just other ways so of force. Aggression is uh, initiation of force or the the threat of initiation of force. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, without uh, and fraud is uh, force. Okay. Fraud is subtle yes. force, okay. but it's absolutely force. It's like kindergarten. Who hit first? And, They're in the wrong. And mm-hmm. your and your your whole foundation is based upon that principle of none, zero, right? Zero aggression principle. Uh, the non-aggression principle. Yeah. Non-aggression, yes. and and this yeah. isn't to say that 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 I go my entire life without ever aggressing. Like, no, yeah. that's not a realistic no, but, expectation. Right. Uh, we're more complex but, um, than it's that. It's immoral if you do. But it, right. if, yeah. Yes, if, yes, if, if it is immoral do, when and, I do it. And yes, I I have done immoral things in my life, and I and probably if, if, will in the future. Yeah, ain't none of us if, perfect. <clears throat> so, of course, but if 
if you rationally go through a hypothetical and say, I would aggress here, you know, it's not an emotional reaction, you know, not a, not a heat, uh, you know, uh, emotional crime, you know, you're actually thought about it, you weighed costs and benefits and decide to aggress. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, yeah, all of the, all of the, like, well, what if you, uh, you, need you, this you, or you will die? It's like, yeah, I will, I will absolutely yeah, exit you, civilization in order to take a glass of water yeah. that I know is not mine. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's one of those cases. One and, of those cases I and, can bring up. And the reason that I'm willing to do that is because mm -hmm. I trust my ability to negotiate with that person that I can give them something that is worth more to no. them than my death. <laughs> and that is a gamble. It is absolutely that's, a gamble. Uh, and yeah, I'm that's totally willing to make that's it not every a single out, time. So, I mean, I mean, wait so a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. So, People make that gamble no, every no, time they meet a new person. Yeah. So, like, wait, it's, a, it's a common risk to take. Every time you meet a new person, you take that same risk. Yeah. So, what, what risk are you talking about? Uh, the risk that they're going to aggress on you. Yeah. Without provocation. Every time you just like an animal yeah, in the wild, right? I, you know, it, like, oh, look, there's a wild bear. Is it going to attack me? Right. Yeah. It, oh, look, there's a feral human at, you know, Target yeah. <laughs> or wherever, yeah, you know, the grocery store. Uh, are they going to aggress on me? You don't know. Kids will do this, man. I was at the fucking grocery store and some kid had like a plastic toy sword or whatever. He just came up, started hitting me on the shin, <laughs> right. you know, and I just stop and I looked down. And I'm like, kid, stop that. And his mom's like, oh, come here, little Billy or whatever. Right. So like these, you know, you, you take that risk regardless. Yeah. But this is a big problem because you just now admitted that. So it's, the principle is sound. At least you conscious, you'd rationally aggress. So okay. you don't. So here's the thing: the non-aggression. The principle, application right? of the principle is complex. The principle is simple. No, either either you it's like if it was a, an emotional thing, like you just reacted and you you didn't mean to when you think about it. You know that's one thing. But when you're we're sitting here, we're calmly thinking about. Okay. Oh yeah, so, this so, makes sense. So to me, it, here's it, how it works. There's nature and civilization. And there's when you go from civilization to nature, and there's when you go from nature to civilization. Now, when we go, like, when I wrong someone, like, just straight up wrong them, I aggress on them. Now, I have put myself in a state of nature, and I need to come back to civilization. And I need to work with them to come, to be allowed by them back into civilization. And I that's redemption, and that's absolutely crucial to human existence. We make it up to each other. I don't. So no, you you that's not the what the non-aggression principle. Either you adopt it or not. You can't use. You can't. Oh, you mean either I'm perfect or I'm wait, not. Wait, 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 wait. You can't adopt something that's a zero or non-aggression. That's zero. It's right? a principle. It, you can adopt. Like I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be have a problem if you had something where sparing aggression there's uh sometimes aggression right that's what you're that's what you're advocating really so that's that's the big no, problem i have when, when you guys go principle. around you, you guys say all aggression it. is immoral right you're, you're saying all aggression is immoral yep i can point i can point to an extreme but the problem there's problems when you point to extremes right yeah because cases don't really make your argument Yes, they do, because the, the reality is a large spectrum. So, like, let's say this, right? I can, I can create a hypothetical. I go, would you slap, uh, you know, your buddy there in, in the studio? Would you slap him if I could, like, create, like, a um, million dollars worth of, uh, you know, 
good, you know, you know, goods and services. Yep. If you do that. Yep. But you I'd, wouldn't do that? I'd slap Peakless Mountaineer right now for a million dollars. Bitchin. I would do Thank it. you. What? I pray you wouldn't hesitate. Uh, if you if you were going to pay yeah. me one million dollars, I would slap my co-host Peakless Mountaineer yeah. right now. And, and he can't know about it. And he I'd can't be know happy about, about know why you're slap. You can't know about why you're slapping. Well, him. it's too late for that. You know? We've just broadcasted on our program. So yeah. no, but. no, no. I, I mean, in a hypothetical where he's not, in, you know, he doesn't know. Okay. You can't inform him why mm. you're slapping him. So I mean, he, we're, he we're, getting, it we're getting real off the path of, re, uh, of realistic expectation, sure. but let's let's go no, down no, no, this. Let's go. Let's get into this lifeboat scenario. I'm, I, what I'm saying is that I'm risking, I'm risking getting punched out by Peakless Mountaineer after slapping his ass, right, or his face fine, or whatever. I'm risking that. I'm risking getting punched out for the benefit of the one million. Uh, I I don't like that you're giving me dollars, but that's fine. I mean, I'm going to turn it into crypto anyway. If you give I, I mean, it to me. you gotta let you gotta let me go through the whole hyper. Okay, all right. Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So when you agree, when you agree to slapping somebody, you know, this is, you agree this is aggression, right? Uh, I agree yes. that it's now a job. It doesn't it's matter. You're aggressing. You've employed me to, to yeah, you. Yeah, it's employed I mean, aggression I mean, at that point. Yes, the answer is yes. Wait, I am aggressing on him if I slap him for a million dollars. Yes, the answer is yes. I thank would be you, aggressive. Thank you. Because huh? try not to would be emotional make you a trying hit, to like, you know, squirm out of this because it's not helping. You know, it's not I, helping your. I principles. don't really want to hit him. And I feel like a whore for saying I'd do it for a million dollars. Huh? You see the problem with this. I can I I start to ask reasonably. You know, it's it's that uh, prostitute question. Yeah. So what about nine hundred ninety nine thousand? Okay. So it is a Where principle. Where does it start becoming quote unquote you know moral? Well, here, no, no. Here's here's the thing you're overlooking is like I'm not saying that the non-aggression principle is the answer to all of human behavior. No, it's a great place to start, and it's simple because you can eliminate. Every law yes. ever written I, by every government I by just everybody you. going, hey, look, let's follow this one law. Okay. So it's, I agree now, with you, but now, it's now, now, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me uh, take, hold on. We've established something. Problem. Hold on. I need to use your hypothetical for a second. So um, we've established that uh, uh, he'd slap me in the face for a million dollars. Now that's a little no, different. Is, is hold, on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. I would hypothetically. Yes, hypothetically. So, okay, so I'm, I'm borrowing this hypothetical. I'm slapping oh. an eternity onto it. Okay, so what we wouldn't do is create, like, an eternal system of slapping me in the face as a job. What? That would be That would be a bad idea. That would be a not no, okay you, you thing would have to, to do. Find, you, you would have to find... You would have to find somebody willing to pay a million dollars every, every time. That's true. It's true. Yeah, that's so the much. unrealistic part of this. Okay, so what we wouldn't want to do is that. Where a system great of now my employment is on aggression. shaky terms. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so what we wouldn't want to do like, is create a system of perpetual aggression, where it is just okay to do that aggression. No, look, look. So the the opposite the the opposite of zero aggression is not one hundred percent aggression every second every single every single times. It has an infinite uh, set of opposites. Right? That's not the op- That's not. Well, that's not the negation. Actually, the negation is of non-aggression is some, any aggression, at least one. At least one instance of aggression. Yeah, and that's my problem. And wouldn't you, it be fantastic if we could reach the point you, where you, none of these lifeboat scenarios ever happen again? I mean, that do. would be the goal, no, so, right? So here's the problem. Sweet. Here's the problem. Let's do that. Right? 
here's the problem. Uh, here's the problem. When you when I point to an extreme, it, reality is a big spectrum. I can start decreasing it where it starts to become very gray and very likely. I mean, likely to happen somewhere. And and, and for example, the, the in a desert old, bit. You, Let's make that guys, where I can just buy a glass of non-aggression principle. When you guys say you guys are oversimplifying morality. And this is not good in the long run. You, you, some, somewhere along the line, you're going to have to explain, oh, yes. And you're we overcomplicating. We do advocate for some aggression, right? Uh, only then, in gonna, defense. Then you're going to have to discuss a deeper principle that, oh, look, that covers both. Look, uh, when you Skippy, Scrappy, when you not Sparky, what is it? Skeeter. Skeeter, damn it. Fuck. Skeeter. <laughs> um, uh, humans... I don't know if every human on planet Earth is capable of following the non-aggression principle all of the time. In fact, it doesn't matter. In fact, they're probably right? not. So no one's saying that, you know, but if you adopt it, at least you're trying. Right? At least you're saying, no, no. yes, I you I believe try. that that aggression is wrong. And if I commit aggression against another person, it is then my responsibility yeah. to create a situation of justice and redemption. Yeah, but you you have to you have to to the to the more rigorous, you have to show that you have to show that you do advocate for some aggression, and you call no. what you do call it. You don't call no. it. You so, don't call it a principle. Hold on. So here's the what thing. What you do is you don't you know call it a I... principle. You call it an aphorism, right? Okay. The non-aggression aphorism, where it's just a, a general Skater. rule of thumb, where aggression Skater. is very expensive. To it's a very expensive Skater. strategy. Skeeter. Right? Skeeter. Because <laughs> you guys don't let me like. Skeeter. Yeah. Skeeter. So what I do to, to make sure that it's a principle instead of a rule of thumb is that I, for example, I don't get caught in a desert where I've got to steal someone's water. I make sure to matter. avoid the things that are going to draw me into a bunch of aggression. Principles are one's life experience, right? Hmm? You, have to cover, you have to cover every single possibility of even what might have occurred. You shouldn't if, call it every, goodness can, can, unless you can be on, Pico, perfect all the time. Go ahead. Like that, that's what my that's what my principles do. My principles of efficiency. It applies to every single circumstance, whether it's a hypothetical that you can think of that's so extreme that will never happen, or that's very likely to happen. Is that's that a characteristic? My principle and yours. Is, is that a characteristic of principle? I, I never I never make any exception to my principle. I may I may like violate it emotionally, but when I rationally think about it, I will I should never rationally uh violate my principles and that's what you really can call a principle you cannot call what the non-aggression principle okay your principle it's you don't fine. adopt it when you when you admit there's some room for aggression where it's if what I you can i can argue is possible is to be uh not good then there is no good no. Okay. i i admit that uh, a person what? who follows the non-aggression principle may be uh voluntarily entering into a situation where he would aggress upon another human being that doesn't make it any less wrong it, it doesn't you can't just declare all aggression is wrong i can it's stupid you you know you knowingly say no no with the exception with the exception of self defense which is not aggression with the exception of self defense Right. If you if you I, take I, a swing at me, you, you want to see aggression, me. take punch me in the face. You want to see aggression. You will see aggression. I guarantee you. Right. But it will be in self-defense. What are you guys? What are you talking about? You, you mean 
what are you talking about? I don't care well, if you're gonna if so, you're gonna fight me back if I punch you in the face. That's not the point here. So stealing the water in the middle of the desert is defending my life. So yeah, you you get a pass on that, and then you have so to come back into so? balance and, and with what you've done. Why doesn't the zero the non-aggression principle deal with that? Redemption is it awesome, says, man. Does, does it or does it or not? Okay, say the, are, the non-aggression do you know principle what, say that to Do you know what redemption is? No, you, that's not guaranteed. Unless you can guarantee that. Nothing's guaranteed. Wait, 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 Hang on, I think let, well, let's do this. Let's define you principle. This, you can't bring in a concept of redemption that's irrelevant at the moment because no, the skipper, the, you can't prove. You cannot prove. You cannot prove it will happen. Skeeter, one hundred percent of the time. Skyler, if there's, if there's one instance where that just when you, where you don't get redemption, I have an idea. It's aggression. Really? I have an idea that might help, and that is if we can agree on what is a principle. I think that that's where yeah, this yeah, argument yeah. is falling apart. So what is a principle? Yeah, yeah. A principle is something you don't take piecemeal or apply it only here and there. So right? is a or characteristic of right? a principle that it applies universally? All the time, at least rationally, when it's a moral principle, right? When you rationally think about it. So when we're... Well, we're no, we're here, just talking the about desert, the word principle. That, not moral principle, yeah. not immoral, but no, no qualifier. The word principle. Yeah, something you do not violate rationally. A, a moral principle. We're talking about a moral principle, not a not a like a, a scientific principle, principle or, the, or natural, yeah, natural law or something like that. About gravity. We're talking about like a moral is gravity principle. A, principle? You, a, a moral principle is where you do not violate it in any hypothetical. Okay. I mean, rationally. Right? So, principle means first. So, yeah, in this you case, you don't violate. You don't violate it if it's a moral principle. It's theater. first. Priority, you do not violate these principles. If you violate it, you Skeeter, don't really have that I'm as a principle. I'm going to need you to calm down for a second. <laughs> going to need you to take a breath. But you guys keep. Can, I mean, you, can I, you take you a can, deep breath for me, please? If you listen to me instead of interrupting me, if you, if you actually digest what I'm saying. You say the same thing over again. I get because it. Because you're, you're not digesting it, right? You're not digesting you, it. Zero principle, a zero aggression principle means zero aggression. Non aggression means that comes first. You do first. not aggress. Right. That is first. That's yeah. what principle means. It's your foundation. It's so, like it's like an axiom. It's like an, you're building a set of logic with an axiom. No, do not aggress. A moral axiom. Yep. Do not aggress. Yep. Under any circumstance. It creates an axis. Whether of it be behavior. a kid, and then and then I remember you talking about the kid. You know, he's in a receivership or a trust, right? That doesn't, it doesn't apply because you're a group. Okay, okay. Have, so, so, so let me let me let me apply this to your principle of of uh, efficiency. So the thing yeah. I want to be efficient about is. So okay, so I have to define because that's uh, the thing you haven't defined what you want to be efficient about. Yeah. But I'm telling you what yeah. I want to increase my efficiency in is so, non-aggression and the creation of that world. So. Um, as far as my moral or as far as my, you know, uh, economic theory is established, evolutionary utilitarianism, I, I first have to reject, you know, subjective theory value, which is stupid, right? No, so I believe not in right, but go I ahead. Believe, well, yeah, I mean, we can talk about that later or somewhat. I don't know how much time we have, but. I believe in an objective, uh, objective uh, hey, value, uh, right? Scooter, oh, let me no? ask you this. Have you, like... Okay. 
you sound like you've put a lot of thought into your philosophy. Am I right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Have you? I mean, it, it didn't have you written anything? Can I read? Can I read your work? Uh, I'm not a good. Uh, I'm, I'm a kind of a weird guy. Like I don't. I, like I would have the, never guessed that. You seem totally normal. <laughs> yeah. Whoever talks about the non-aggression principle, moral, <laughs> moral uh, theories. Well, normal, we moral but, philosophers uh, are not known uh, for our normalcy. But uh, I have a, I, you know, I have a background in math, you know, so, okay. you know, definition and, you know, train of, sure. you know, the, your train of the logic is important. Right? I, I, I would so implore like, you to, like, I want to read your philosophy, right? I want you to. Th- I'm, hope, I'm hoping to, my, my, I'm more of, you know, of a casual, like, I'm hoping to show, like, have some conversations where someone's a better writer than me. Well, I was so, thinking so about hold on, hold on, let me, let, me, let me ask you something <laughs> about your ideas. So it yeah. sounds to me like the the good that you are placing is uh, the continuation of evolution. And you're being yes, utilitarian sort of, yeah. in the pursuit of that. Yeah, so you're going to you construct a value a value system based upon evolution, what it's selecting and, for. And, and if I'm I not mean, mistaken, we're a deep in mind. so the usual argument for why that allows for a, an objective uh, moral is because in order to do all this other stuff, I have to be not dead. Mm. And in order to be not dead, uh, I have no, to do these no, things. Not necessarily. I'm going to do. I'm going to do a no. thing that that's uh, scooter. Sky, what's your name? Skeeter. 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 God damn it! You ever go skeet shooting? Uh, Skeeter. I'm <laughs> going to imagine him with a shotgun. shotgun. I'm going to. I'm going to do a thing. And damn it! Now I forgot what I was going to do because <laughs> I got all pissed at myself for trying to think of what I was going to do. Oh, I, no! I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to oversimplify. That's what I'm going to do. And I know you don't. You already okay. don't like that, but I'm going to oversimplify. Does your philosophy? What, what did you call it? You had a name for it. Evolutionary utilitarianism. I call I call it evil utilitarianism. Evil but utilitarianism. It's short for evolutionary utilitarianism. Okay, evolutionary utilitarianism. Okay. Uh, do you hit people in this philosophy? It it depends on the situation. Uh, I mean, is Sometimes. it is it like? Mm, uh, would you normally, on a general day-to-day basis, walk around hitting people and taking their stuff? That's too. Uh, that's vague. But uh, in the spirit of what you're trying to ask, in a normal circumstance in the first world, you know, like where we are now in the U.S., no. All right. So, normally. so you don't seek but, out to like get into fights with people or steal stuff that you haven't earned. Normally, no. Aggression is very... This is a place that we can follow up. I got to follow up. This is a place we can start. Do you get other people to do that for you? Again, when I say normally, I say almost, I mean, I mean, almost never, but there are circumstances where I would. Okay. All right. No, that's fair. That's fair. Hey, uh, feel free to call us again uh, on the next Beard Talk Live. We appreciate it. Uh, Let's go to some more of these calls. Uh, because the phones are fucking packed. Uh, <laughs> let's go to uh, this unscreened caller. What's your name, please? Hello, unscreened caller. Unscreened caller going once. Well, we didn't go anywhere at all. Well, all right. Let's go to some people we might know. Uh, let's go. Oh, hang on. I got to press buttons over here. Stand by. Hold your fucking horses already, all right? I don't know what accent that is either, or where that came from. Beard what? Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? It's a fucking human being. Hey, Ooh. a 
fucking human being. A nice. fucking yeah. human being. Where are you calling from, a fucking human being? <laughs> I'm calling from another state. A state of denial? No. State of confusion? No. A state of perpetual wonder? No, no. And I give up. A state of all, nothing but goodness and, and good weed. You're in Mexico? <laughs> no. That, no, I just, that is right not a state of, of, of all goodness right there. Yeah, yeah, this is Rob. I was just thinking yeah. of good weed. Uh, yeah. hey, so, hey, hey, Rob. How you doing, bud? Uh, you know, I'm here doing the beer yeah. talk live thing. So, you know. Yeah. What's up? You're there because you're not here. <laughs> and if I were there, well, I wouldn't I, be here. So this is where exactly. I'm at. And, and here is where I'll be. Yeah, for the time being. Until I'm not here. Don't do anything when I'm not here unless I'm gone. Okay. I, I'll, I'll, I'll. Anyways, hey, the reason why I called a couple different things. Uh, one was, uh, did you hear today that uh, the Unabomber died? Wow. I, I did not I hear that. What did, what did you do? Rob. Well, I guess I don't know if he shipped a bed or one. I mean, he's eighty-one years old, but I, I could, you know, I remember when all these bombings all happened. But then there was like a like a type of biography, and he had all of these justifiable reasons, and it went into this yeah. sort of tangent that I couldn't understand. Well, I mean, the guy violated the nap, although. Yeah. Right. Although it could be argued that he was uh, acting in defense, but uh, yeah, that's to, a sticky wicket. To give the devil his due, it was a really effective way of getting those ideas out there. Like, yeah. like if it's, he'd have just blown up the building yeah. in, instead of the people in it, right? Right. That that might have made a different impact on his message, but because he chose to end uh, unsuspecting persons' lives, I I don't. You know, uh, I can't give it, you know, really any credit. He certainly did make an indelible impression. I'll give you that. Well, the extreme you know? always seems to make an impression. A, uh, a really super old metal band from uh, Minneapolis called Impact Ranch. They're sort of punkish, really. Uh, hmm. A little crossover oh. thrash. Uh, they, yeah, one of the lyrics to their songs. Uh, this guy, oh. this, this, I recorded uh, like an EP for them or something uh, when I was there. Uh, but at any rate. Um, that was one of their lyrics. Well, the extreme always seems to make an impression. It was like the oh. intro to one of their songs, and that just stuck in my head, and it's true. That's true. The extreme always makes an impression. Uh, what do they say about the, the TV news? If it bleeds, it leads. Right. Right? So the more blood and guts and gore and crashing and death or whatever that, that you can film and put on the screen, the more viewers you're going to get. Because exactly. humans are driven to that shit. Well, yeah. Well, what exactly did he blow up, in. though? I, I have a question about the Unabomber. Because I, I, I tend to mistake that one for the uh, Oklahoma City bomber, I, yeah, I which don't, there wasn't oh, just so one of. I don't have the answer to that, but I, what I want to know is this. Did the Unabomber only ever detonate one bomb? I think he was called that mean? because it was something that he did by himself instead of, like, with anybody. Yeah, I know. I'm just... I'm I'm saying I guess that if he detonated more than one bomb in his lifetime, then he should be called the something else bomber. It's a fair point. That's all I'm saying. You know, 
Okay, uh, cereal Or, if not that, then we should listen to, like, the idea that it's actually really rare that it's just a single man acting alone that does shit like this. Maybe okay, there's so usually just... some other people involved. Yeah. Well, and something to learn from it, too. But that would be conspiracy well, he's theory. he's a cereal bomber. <laughs> he's bombing, like, Captain Crunch. <laughs> he's bombing the Twix yeah. Rabbit. He's bombing Snap, Crackle, and Pop. He's yep. a cereal bomber. Yep. Yep. Can't from Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops is all ready to bomb. Can't follow your nose if you ain't got one. <laughs> right. Ah, ah. And uh, so, but be as it may be, I mean, he's gone, so whatever. I just was kind of, it hasn't really been talked about, so, but but nevertheless, but I just thought I'd throw that out there. But, right. You said you had other things. Still, what, what were the other things? The other thing I was going to mention is that, you know, the this federal prosecutor out of Florida, you know, made an interesting statement, you know, when he was talking about these Trump indictments. Mm-hmm. And he said, there's one set of laws in this country, or no, he said that there are a set of laws in this country. And no one's above them. Huh. I, thought, I thought about that statement for a while. What you a know? crock. And I said, I wonder how many people fit in that category that I know. You know, that they think that they're above the law. Uh. And, and act like that. And, and nothing is ever, ever fucking done. Well, it's because the the law isn't there to protect you or I. It's there to protect them. <laughs> That's yeah. and, 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 and as backward and upside down as that seems to most people, uh, if you look at the facts, it is in fact true that the system is not there to protect uh, the citizens. It is there to protect the system. Yeah, it's convoluted. It is uh, as upside down and backwards as it can get. And getting people to come to the realization that that is true is difficult because people cling to their emotions. They're unable to let go of their emotions. It's not even a question of knowledge. Most people can learn all this stuff just by reading a book. Right. We could probably write it down, you know, and, and or, you know, do some chalk art on a street somewhere and, you know, then take an aerial photo of it. And we could probably get uh, all the information out there if people would respond to the information. The problem is, is people cling emotionally to their existing beliefs and they are very, very reluctant to let them go. Yeah. Or either the fact that they're scared. I mean, think about this. Uh, what is it over in Russia? Over a hundred years ago, there was a different, obviously a different leader in charge. Mm-hmm. And when that leader became tyrannical, like Putin did, well, fuck, they went right in there and they took him out and put a new person in. So if they could do that, why can't the fucking American people do that? They're in charge of this country. You know, not all of these fucking rich politicians and shit. We just well, the reason that they knock that dictator out, though, is because they want a different dictator in. Well, and, and that's exactly what happens when you knock a dictator out is some other dictator comes in. And and let's just put this one to bed. Um, the people in the geographic area known as the United States of America are not in charge. Uh, well, they, no, they're not in charge. At least they, 
but still they have a say. No. no, no, they really no, don't. They absolutely have no say whatsoever. No, it's it's physically impossible for uh, you, Rob, to represent me because we are right. completely different people. We have different preferences uh, and and needs. And yeah, uh, Peakless Mountaineer is it's impossible for him to represent me for the same exact fucking reasons. Whereas I, well, yeah, but it's I'm, also impossible saying- for me to represent either of you. And so to say no taxation without representation to me is uh, just an indicator of where your level of education has failed you. Yeah. Yeah. Democracy is gang rape and representation is impossible. So the idea that we have a representative democracy is total bullshit. It's an impossibility uh, married to an evil. And I'll say the same thing about the Constitutional Republic. Right, yeah. because people will say, "Well, we don't have a democracy; we have a constitutional Wouldn't republic." Wouldn't that be fucking nice? Well, like that's what it was intended to be. I'll give you that, but mm-hmm. is that what it actually is? Fuck no. no. <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying that that's what it is, but yeah, but I know you're not saying that. I'm just and and while we're yeah. on the subject, it's also not possible because a republic requires representation to be something that can effic- efficiently be done it can't well okay you have so to how act many on your own make behalf up the republic though hmm? how many people make up how many what are the numbers compared to everyone else that lives in this country well, i mean they the wouldn't have the things that they have if it wasn't for all of us well so uh, uh wait i i didn't follow what you were asking but like uh the problem is a republic always re- returns to tyranny. Well, I mean, whatever it takes to like uh, of any size, e- even if it's government. if if it's three people and they decide we will among the three of us have a republic. Sooner or later, there's going to be one dude telling the others what to do. Yeah, here's the government I propose. Everyone is now their own government. You're okay, your own government, Rob. I'm my own government. Peakless, you're your own government. And now I could tax myself if I want to. Yep. Right? But I can no longer tax you. Otherwise, we're at war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really yeah, that no, simple. I, no, I'm not saying I don't agree with that. I'm just saying that, you know, we. I agree with that statement and that we should all have our own say. But yeah. the only way that that's going to happen is we got to collectively get together and stop the fucking enemy that's coming at us. No, that's dumb. It's never going to work. No, what we have to do is interact by networks. Okay. So especially... You're uh, doing that right now, by the way, Rob. Especially trade right. networks and communication networks. Yeah. So, yeah, no, if we if we get in one place, it's just easier to stomp us. Well, I mean... Like, what we need to be is a swarm numbers. of hornets. Like, have you ever tried to fight a, a whole swarm of bees? No, I wouldn't bother. Don't ever do it. Yeah. It's fucking impossible. You got better odds fighting off a brown bear. Right. Well, I mean, if you uh, just walk away straight away from them, they won't bother you. That's exactly yeah, what you need to do to... when you have a swarm of bees or hornets or something like that. And that's the behavior that we need. Not being one big glom that you can hit with a club, right. but instead being the opposite of that. Being a cloud... They can get the hell out of the way and then sting you again. Hmm. So that the best thing to do is to just walk away from it. Yep, you're right. 
Like right. yeah, like I get you. I get you a hundred percent as far as like I can't do this on my own, and you can't do this on your own. Right, and, and none of us can. Absolutely, yeah. I, it's so weird. Right. Like the extremes that people go to. Like we people need people. Yeah, right. People get things done. Swarms of people cooperating to accomplish tasks have traditionally right. been the thing that propels humankind forward, and. When you get governments involved, where you got to go, oh, I got to get a license, I got to, you know, all that kind of shit. It just delays the, it delays innovation, it delays competition, it delays invention, it delays progress, human progress. It is directly in the way of human progress. In infinite number right. of ways. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you know, get together, you know, like what what's going on with Jay Newton and his family. That's what I mean. Get together and help. Yeah. 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 You know, absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Yep. You know, if we don't have that, then, you know, you're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just out there on your own, you're going to lose. You need right. to get around people that believe yeah. the way you believe. It is time for, for people, though, to also stand up for others, I think. Yeah. You know, I realize it's absolutely. your personal decision whether or not to do that, but if you could find it within yourself to, well, Start standing if if you can find it in yourself to stand up for yourself a little bit, uh, perhaps you can find it in yourself to also stand up for some others while while you're at it. Uh, right. You know, and I'm not talking to you, Rob. I'm talking to people in general. Yeah. You know, the yep, general pub you. public. You know, I'm aware of your contributions, so let's you know. Uh, but right. you know, I think humankind in general could step up. It's uh it's assistance game. Right. right. Help, help a fucking brother out every now and again. Right. Stand up for if you see somebody getting a beat down, I don't care who the fuck it's from. Stand up for him or something. Right. Do something. Right. right? And even if you're right. wrong, even if you stand up for the wrong fucking thing, at least have some balls, have the balls to stand up for something. Instead of just, you know, yeah, it's like if I was, uh, you know, over, you know, visiting Peakless Mountaineer at wherever he lives at, which is not important. And then all of a sudden the enemy was coming at us. I'd be firing right back. Yeah. You're damn right. And I'm glad that I get to live around people who would defend me. You know? Well, you're my brother from another mother. <laughs> hey, Rob, thank you for the call. We appreciate you. Uh, let's move over to this unscreened caller, Beard Talk Live. Who the fuck is this? The real fucking McCoy. How do I know you're the real fucking McCoy? Oh, didn't I tell you to check the blockchain, bro? Well, that's what you said last time. I just want to make sure because, you know. Well, where, though? Could be <laughs> some other. Oh, good question. Could be some other motherfucker calling in here and saying, it's the real McCoy. And you know, we like, wouldn't have this problem on Noster. <laughs> on Noster, I know for a fact. But can you verify your, your, oh, yeah. your, your identity on a one-time basis by sending me an acknowledgement of the private key to your wallet, please? Oh, hey, there you go. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. No, that shit like uh, that shit's been thought about, right? There are ways already uh, using the blockchain that people have thought about where you can have positive identity to on an individual basis, so you can share it with whoever the fuck you want or yeah. don't want. It's yeah. the don't want part that right. I want part of, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, Mister um, Real, what's on your mind? Uh-huh. Uh Well, first, uh, I don't know if you guys uh, wanted your uh, camera feed to be. Blink or not. Oh, man. <laughs> man, all fucking show. He really is the real McCoy. 
He's, well, he's proved himself uh, useful at the very least. <laughs> he's not only real, he's useful as well. <laughs> oh, geez. I'm going to have okay. to fire um, our fucking producer again. <laughs> Soon as I find him. Fucking trainees, man. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. So, yeah, that uh, that Skeeter call. Boy, yeah. howdy. Um, you, you like Scooter? But, uh, Scooter? Skeeter? Skeeter? The fuck was his name? <laughs> Jeez. Um, I know what his name is. Yeah, so... Um, uh, there, the one thing I wanted Peakless and maybe you, Captain, to have context for um, as far as his call was concerned. I was hoping to get on the call to uh, be the first caller before he showed up, but um, that didn't happen. However, I Clearly. was able to um, find the timestamp of his call, which, by the way, he was not Skeeter. He was Brian or Bryant at the time on Wednesday. That. Yeah. And, um, That's fine. It, he can be so the, Scooter, Scatter, yeah, the, Skyler, or whatever. So if you pull up the video, I'm not saying you have to right now. I'm just, but uh, the video "I'm an Interdimensional Alien" is the title of the show. Um, <laughs> and the call starts at one hour forty-one minutes eighteen seconds. One hour what? Say it again. Forty-one minutes. 41. Eighteen seconds. 18, okay. And what That's is important about? That's the start of his call. How long did it go on for? Uh, I think about seven, ten minutes. Okay. So I, I wouldn't play it right now. Why do we need to. to know this timestamp? Um, just so you guys had context of what the the girls were on about. Which, by the way, um, ugh. you can see mm-hmm. why Boy, they can be pretty intellectually uh, berating at times. Ouch. Uh, they, yeah, they have um, their moments. But, yeah. So, um, but the mo- one thing I wanted to take out from that call and i quoted it um so this is aria speaking um with a quote humans categorize things based on internal prototypes we develop throughout our entire lives oh, like if oh, i were this to is ask the prototype you, one okay cool thank you i just need yes, the context yes. okay yes but but i i need i'll tell you the full quote because i'm freaking fucking confused about it as well so i'm <laughs> Like, if I were to ask you, what is a table, you might try to define a table, but you would never actually, staggering speech there, uh, if I were to ask you whether or not something is a table, you don't refer to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary or Oxford English Dictionary to determine whether or not the thing is or isn't a table. End quote. Hmm. So, so table is understand... an idea. Well, yeah, but that's the well. prototype. I don't understand what... Aria meant by prototype. So I, I, yeah, I get either. what she's driving at here. So you have this like uh, fundamental idea of what constitutes a table. Um, now, to be specific, it's flat. It's got four legs. It's a table. Like I, I don't know how much Which of this is uh, not true. Well, I, I don't know how much of this uh, Aria necessarily does or doesn't know, but I will tell you that uh, a big part of uh, of how our ideas for things work is that they're they're not. Like we we think they're objects with with uh, 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 qualities, but they're nothing of the sort. What they are is a set of things we can do. Hmm. So the nature of a table fundamentally is I can put stuff on it. Yes, I can I can let go, and a thing will be there. It's a place to put your shit. Yes, yeah. It's the utility hmm. of the thing that gives it its uh, it. it it's you. I mean, that's why we have the word for it. It's why I can express the ideas because here's a useful thing. 
and I can express ideas about these useful things. So a cup. Mm. Well, what do I know about that? Well, I can lift it. It's it's hand sized. Ooh, I can put things in it and drink from it. That's why we have cup, is because it's a set of utilities. And then when you learn new utilities for it, oh, you can put frou-frou in there too and not drink it. Well, that's a new utility you bolt on to this concept of cup. Yeah, so human language specifically is full of all sorts of weirdness too. So like walkway and driveway, right? Mm-hmm. Parkway, driveway. Yep. Right? If you drive over the walkway, is it a driveway or a walkway? Or is it both? A- is it Schrodinger's driveway at that point? Like <laughs> human language just, you know, put there there are some weird things. Well, there was start- that time I ran yeah. over a jogger. It was both. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like the human language will, uh, you know, do some strange things. But it's what we've done, right? Human beings have constructed languages, right? And so now we have to just sort of deal with them. It's it's uh, and we continually do this too. Uh, the term that uh, sticks in my mind, ooh, portmanteau for the day, slanguage, mm, slang language. and language, right? Yeah. Uh, so slang is just unofficially recognized human language. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what's a favorite port can, portmanteau of mine? Hmm. Shiggles. Shits and giggles. Shiggles. Mm. Nice. That's a, We got a two-four on the portmanteau today. Shits and giggles. For a while, that was how I referred to the president and vice president. Shiggles. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can put that in my ca- in my vocabulary for a while. Try it on for size. See if it comes up. Shiggles. All right. Yeah, I, I, I always say that once in a while with my friends. I was like, oh, I just did that for shiggles. Nice. What the fuck so, are we talking about? Saved so much time. Well, uh, we philosophy. were on portmanteaus. Uh, yeah. uh, you were on slanguage. Slanguage. And what were we on before that? Because I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, philosophy, prototype. Uh, oh, right, oh, right, right. Yeah. It's Europe. Right. So, yeah, there's, uh, there's a, a set of utilities that a thing either has or doesn't have. And and that uh, that can include like this has the utility of eating me. I call it tiger. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's not something like a thing that has the utility of eating me, then it's not really a tiger. That's a utility, huh? Well, it's a thing that it can do. It has the power, no. making me eaten. And going back to Skeeter, um, when he said the non-aggression principle in terms of is it a uh... Zero aggression mm. is what he said. I really wish I, we had that branding. Zero aggression I don't, principle, I don't know way if, uh, cooler than zero. non-aggression principle. Right. And for one reason only, ZAP. <laughs> Just the acronym? Yes, zap. one reason only. That's it's not why the I wish we had that. It's the ZAP. Right? <laughs> How boring of a philosophy <laughs> can you possibly <laughs> have? The NAP. <laughs> you anarchists, what do you believe? The NAP. <laughs> Oh, I'm already not paying ha- attention to anything you have to say. Hammocks for all my friends. <laughs> yeah, but the statement alone we are a hammock-obsessed like, culture. Right, go, go ahead, McCoy. The, the statement alone, non-aggression principle, mm-hmm. I mean, if you really analyze it, isn't it more of the exclusion of gr- aggression and not zero? Yeah, that's what we need, more syllables. Because everyone remembers non-aggression principle. That rolls off the tongue. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, like it's an, you know, because uh, I've heard on. Uh, well, maybe you should call us the woodwork. general attempt of the uh, exclusion of the activities. Of... Like, like to the credit of the non-aggression principle, if you apply the non-aggression principle, you basically do away with uh, human wrong. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, not every human wrong, right? Yeah. But the problem is, of course, is while I think the principle can apply universally, I don't think human beings are capable of applying the non-aggression principle 100% yeah. of the time. Yeah. So I think the principle is in, sound. It's the human beings that are faulty. Yeah. You, you and then segueing into Magic the Gathering, uh, which I know... 20-sided Earth? Okay, well, well, before we segue into Magic the Gathering, you want to know what I think is possibly the worst single concept? As a fast effect, I spend four and counter your segue, and I return the conversation. <laughs> to Magic gotcha. the Gathering? I'm going to counter well, your counter. Overruled. Um, Some, somebody talk. Overruled. Uh, so, the concept of perfect, I think that is the single most useless, virulent, wretched concept, because there is nothing that that conforms to that idea, and then we are constantly looking for things that do conform to the idea of perfection, and they don't fucking exist, because that's how reality works. It's limited. Limited things aren't ever perfect. That's what's real about them. But but I think it's important for people like Snarky uh, to ask all of those questions, yeah. right? And and to put, you know, the non-aggression principle through some paces, if you will. Absolutely. Right? Because we do evangelize it a whole bunch. And yes, I, like to me, it seems pretty fucking simple. Oh, the golden rule, really? Doing to others? Oh, wow. And oh oh and you know what if you if you just start doing it you start looking for the aggression in your life and eliminating it your life improves mm. how the fuck is that possible right but it fucking happens right <laughs> it mm. fucking happens it's happened to me i've done it and i'm not looking for perfect i'm looking for functional that's what we need yeah. to be looking for. Yeah, there's going to be, I'm going to bump into a psychopath in a crowd somewhere at some point. You know, maybe they take a swing at me for some reason or they do something to otherwise aggress upon me. And I'm going to have to decide if I defend myself. That's just going to happen. Humans are humans, you know. And this is what makes us unelectable. Yeah. Yeah. I we would... will not ever promise you a pie in the sky victory over death. Right. It's just not a thing, and we won't promise it because we're principled. And we're going to tell you, no, there's going to be shit parts of reality, but there's going to be less of it. I would rather deal with psychopaths on an individual one-to-one basis so that I can deal with the situation to my satisfaction than give them the largest institution of murder ever conceived of. You got no complaints for me? Well, I hate being in gunfights, so I have this plan of we will pick one gang and give them all of the guns, and I will never be in a gunfight again. Brilliant! What could possibly go wrong? We've got a system where I get to have a voice in the people that I've handed all the guns to. It's either that or maybe maybe we're going about this the wrong way. Maybe the right way to end statism is to, you know, work within statism to turn statism into the most ridiculous thing you can think of. <laughs> so I just had this idea of replacing all of the armaments of war with water armaments, right? So now you've got squirt guns and water balloons. That's what you've got. So you've got giant uh, you know, F-16 fighters and stealth bombers. They're dropping water balloons 
right? Nice. Uh, you know, the, the, the Marines, the uh, uh, what's the uh, special forces and all that kind of shit, the Navy SEALs, all they all got fucking squirt guns, super soakers, nice. right? You know, and now you've got to go win your, your battles with water armaments only. <laughs> Well, I think they'll probably beat a bunch of them to death with the so- with the super soakers. And let's put like fucking blaze green, like neon green food coloring in them, <laughs> so that you know we know who the fighters are. You know, if you're gonna have rules about war, you might as well just say, "Hey, we're doing it this way." It will be paintball instead. Or if people want to insist on being fucking slaves and having rulers. Uh, let's just return to, okay, you know what, mm, have your fucking ruler. I'm not going to follow him. But uh, if they want to get into a disagreement, a physical altercation with another so-called nation, quote-unquote, gang, uh, then they must do it one-on-one, mano-a-mano, slap you in the face with a fucking glove, dual style. So I'm going to... I'm gonna... Biden versus Putin. In a in an old fashioned <laughs> duel. Oh my God, that would be such elder abuse. Zelensky versus <laughs> Putin, right? There we go. Biden or or back in the day, uh, Trump versus ill, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, the reason I brought up the word non was because, especially with Magic the Gathering, you you know that okay. there's like a bunch of cards that say put down non-land i know yeah i'm just kind of explaining things out of context for people who haven't played the game but the way i read that whenever when a card tells you to say put down permanents on the battlefields that are Mm non-land that means you put down cards onto the table that are everything except for a land card right so So to translate into magic it's play one non-aggression card immediately yes yes in that sense perpetually the thing is, is you're excluding that particular type of card, mm-hmm. and that's why I do, that's why I had the trouble with zero, because with zero I think null, with non I think exclude. Oh yeah, you are right. That is uh, a good point and one of the parts of the definition of non as opposed to zero. Metaphysics, well, damn it, metaphysics. Yeah. Hold on. I I didn't follow that at all. Non meaning to exclude versus non meaning zero mathematically, right? The the other guy, Sco- Scooty, Scooby, whatever his name was, uh-huh. Scooter, uh-huh. Uh, he was saying zero aggression, uh-huh. and we're saying non-aggression, and now the McCoy here is saying, well, uh, his problem is with the non part, or at least as the other guy was defining it, because to him, non means excluding, not zero. You're excluding aggression from your playbook, so to speak. Yes. As opposed to saying, I will never commit aggression. Mm. Interesting. Yes. Oh, finally, I got that out. That's all. If there was anything out of this call I wanted, was just that. Well, but and and and, and hey, here's, and here's real, one. McCoy. Here's one of the differences. Is like what we're trying to do is do things that are non-aggressive. We're not trying to avoid aggression because then the the best thing I can do is just kill myself right now. I will commit no aggression. No aggression will ever be done onto me. Well, no, no, no. What you want to do is do things that are non-aggressive right like we want more non-aggressions uh i just thought of an example of 
perfectly fine voluntary aggression. Mosh pits. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're using perfect again. Uh-oh. Uh, all right. I should stay away from the all word right, Let's perfect. go with functionally fine. Uh, functionally acceptable, according to the non-aggression principle, aggression uh, is mosh pits. Because you know what a mosh pit is if you go to a metal show. If if you've never been to a metal show, go with somebody who's been because you don't want to experience a mosh pit accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Although there should be a band now named Accidental Mosh Pit. Nice. Right? At any rate, but the, here's a voluntary, uh, it's tribal, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know to the beat of the music, it's artistic, but it is violent. Yeah. But it's voluntary. You get in the pit knowing you're risking getting hurt. Yeah. There, you're going to take an elbow to the face, uh, a boot to the forehead, a knee to the face, your nose and lips start to bleed like a wild Indian from outer space, drunk and high on weed. Wow, those you are, must have made that up just now. No, those are lyrics from a DRI song. Uh called thrasher but that it's about being in the mosh pit yeah and the same principle for boxing matches that's absolutely someone's right. going to attack you that is the point the right. point is you are asking someone to attack you right right yeah it's voluntary aggression uh nfl style football voluntary aggression so and 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 because it's voluntary it doesn't actually meet aggression uh, because it's not a real attack it is a simulation because, because I mean, so for know. example, you ever, you ever played okay. actual football? It's okay, pretty, so pretty so, fucking real, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. how many people decided that uh, this time they were gonna bring brass knuckles onto the field? Well, right. Just that one it's time in, the, in of that aggression. movie, The Last Boy Scout, where the guy brought a gun. <laughs> He's on the football field. Yeah. yeah, he brought a gun, and so he was running for the touchdown. So that would be actual and then he, aggression. And then he shot the guy. He was trying to tackle, <laughs> and he scored the touchdown. Right. So he just suddenly <laughs> stepped out of the simulation, and it became real aggression. Yeah. Yeah. Good That's analogy. the difference. McCoy, you had more to say. Yeah. Oh, no. Not really. I had to, like I yeah. said. You can voluntarily out, simulate I- aggression. All right. Well, McCoy, thank you for the call. The real McCoy. It's not just the fake one. It's the real one. Thank you. 603-283-6160. We do have more callers, but we're coming up on the breakage time. Should we do the breakage first? Breakage. Let's do the breakage right now. Uh, I usually play something musical, and, well, today is no different than any other day. I'm going to play something musical during the break, and hopefully when we come back, we'll remember to take the logo off so the cameras can spin again. Only time will tell. Uh, please enjoy this musical comedy. This is for my little girl. Wherever she may be tonight. <laughs> you think I'd fucking know where my daughter was <laughs> This is a brand new song. i got to work on these intros a little bit, so. Here we go, this is my new book. For TV, alright. <laughs> my lady gives birth today. I run to her room right away. She smiles with glee, then hands her to me. I look at my newborn and say, Damn, that's an ugly baby. Damn, that's an ugly ass baby. 
concern Like semen must have turned Damn, that's a ugly baby This is just what I feared Her head is misshapen and weird She's skinny like a twig At least her nuts are big But her hair color doesn't match her beard Damn, that's an ugly baby God damn, that's an ugly ass baby I give the doc a smack and say Can't you stuff her back in? to the show. I do believe we're going to have a great time. I'm very excited about it. Um, I see a lot of you guys are here with your friends tonight, which is fantastic. And I got to tell you, when I'm, when I'm out on the road, you know, I travel a lot and I miss all my friends back home. But in particular, I miss one guy. One guy who I like to think was my best friend growing up. I mean, this guy really touched my life. His name was Ed and I loved him dearly. You know him? Okay. 
I loved him dearly, even if he was a little bit, uh, thank you, sir, special. Here we go. By the way, those of you who've seen my show before, I'm gonna do some of the uh, old favorites, but I'm throwing in some new shit tonight, so pay close attention. Like this one. Sing along if you know the words. But I threw some new shit into this one too, so listen up. When I was a boy of 10, I had a very special friend. Ed was kind, with good intent, but just a little different, oh, special Ed. His mama dropped him, dropped him on his head. Now he's not so bright instead. He's a little bit special, just a little bit special. We'd play tag, and he'd get hurt. I'd play soldier, he'd be dirt. I liked math and the spelling bee. Ed liked talking to a tree. Oh, special Ed. His mama, mama dropped him, dropped him on his head. Now she keeps him where? In the shed. Cause he's a little bit I ran track, hung out in malls, and ran headfirst into walls. I had girly girls in lots of clothes, and had names for all his toes. Like Larry and Terry and Jerry and Barry and Ronnie and Bobby and Ricky and Mike, and if I love the girl who cares who you like it, special Ed. Mama dropped him, dropped him on his head. Now he thinks he's a piece of bread. <laughs> I thought college life was great. It could count from one to two. I like people and the party scene. Ed was scared of the vacuum cleaner, special Ed. His mama, mama dropped him, dropped him on his head. Now he thinks he can drive his bed. Cause he's a little bit Just a little bit. One day talking to special Ed, he grabbed a brick and he swung at my head. And as he laughed at me, that's when I knew that special Ed just made me special too. Ha! I'm strong like Hulk. My shoes hurt. Mr. Show, now I laugh as I count bucks. I give strangers great big hugs. Next to me, it is fine. Yeah, he's a fucking Einstein. Oh, special enemy. Now we're not right in the head, you see. Now we're not so, not so bright. Instead, we're a little bit special. Just a little bit special. That fucker Ed made me special. Just a little bit. 
just a little bit. Everybody, special. I came down to the breakfast table and felt like I could cry. I haven't even told a fucking joke yet! <laughs> now I gotta start all over again! Alright. <laughs> I came down to the breakfast table, I felt like I could cry. <laughs> Tried so hard but wasn't able to look you in the eye. For I'm feeling so much shame Yes, I've brought disgrace Can tell I've soiled my good name By the look upon your face Oh, well, it <laughs> Seemed last night you caught me spanking it No use denying it I was really cranking it Dry your eyes, don't be so sad If you could just forgive me And talk to me, Dad Woo! <laughs> All right, Los Angeles! <laughs> I didn't hear you enter, no, I didn't hear the door With my hand upon my member and my pants upon the floor the Daddy, I'm ashamed and I completely understand If you never want to hug again or even shake my hand <laughs> Well, it's Eastland night You call me spanking it No use denying it I was really cranking it Dry your eyes, don't be so sad But I wouldn't use those tissues They've already been had Ah, <laughs> uh, yes Little Stephen Lynch, everyone It's, uh Probably his best, I think, that particular performance. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, even though it we was hilarious. But uh, yeah, as far as his live performances that are on video, whole full performances, that one is up there. Uh, some good stuff. And then he stopped doing drugs and was slightly less funny, but still had a great career. <laughs> I blame the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I can't help but think of uh, the Bill Hicks bit on. If you think that drugs have never done anything positive, I want you to take all of your albums. All your records, all your tapes, put them in a big pile. And burn, burn them. Set them on fire. Burn them. Because all the people who made all of those records and those tapes that you just burned for all the, all the years and years and years, whatever he says, I'm oh, misquoting it. Real fucking high on drugs. Speaking of real fucking high on drugs, uh, it's Beard Talk Live. <laughs> it's like stabbing yourself in the foot with a shovel for your mortgage. What did one have to do with the other? Nothing, really. <laughs> uh, we have more phone calls to get to uh, once I just make sure that all the technical stuff is, you know, I think it's working. So we're going to roll with it and see see what happens. Let's... Uh, Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? It's Ricky from the fucking Commonwealth. Great. Good evening. Evening, Ricky. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, I actually found something fucking useful for that shitty shit I have to listen to on hold. Oh, yeah? Namely, your show peak was from Friday. Ah. 
Ah, you know what I'm I found you found out? it useful. Huh. You know what I found out? Huh. You're from Pennsylvania. No shit. No, I said I've spent time in Pennsylvania. No, mm. you said you were from a small farm or something like that in Pennsylvania. Grew up there. No. No. Okay, so you weren't born there. You grew up. You said. You grew How up do we there. know this is really Ricky? <laughs> How Clarify do we find crap? People. Now I have to listen to Friday's show. Thanks, Ricky. How do we know this is Ricky? Wait, Friday's show? I wasn't on Friday. He because I have some kind of oh. fucked up accent going on. Even since 17, still lingers. Yeah. It I'm already does. a show behind, and now I'm two. Thanks, Ricky. Okay, but you know what? I was just thinking, though. Uh -oh. Before I get into something more important. Did it hurt? One of the things I was thinking about this shit on hold. One oh. thing good, despite that somebody, like a lot of people have a problem with Microsoft. When I was talking in 2017, I used to use Skype, you know? Sure. Now, now, there's a, now, the positive one, on my Lumia 950 Windows phone, I sounded like I was in the studio. I know because I heard myself a million times. Now, the only negative... And I have no... Is, huh? Go ahead. The only negative with Skype, the Skype system... Now, the positive was the quality was unfucking believable Better than a zip line. I've heard it so far. I'm not, I'm not impressed at all. It's terrible. But the only negative is it was limited to two lines on hold. That's the negative. Mm. Okay. Yeah, well, voice traffic is still pretty, pretty fat to transfer at the speed of light across great distances over fiber optics. What do you mean fat? Well, I mean, I'm saying... Are you electron shaming? Sizable. Like audio files compared to uh, data okay. files, right? Zeros and ones. It's all turned into zeros and ones, but it just takes longer. Yeah, I used to be a little bit are, of both, believe me. Yeah. You know, I, after I went blind, I don't give a shit about so much anymore, you know, about that. Up, you know, movies. It'll definitely it. put your priorities in order. I see what you did there. Yeah, it did. You know what the funny thing is, though? It's the damnedest thing. Now, I'm going to talk. I promised Brother Ian I'm going to talk about this, about my disappear sudden disappearance five years ago. Well, well can't you talk to him about that? This is Beard Talk Live. This isn't true. Free Talk Live. Ian's not fucking here. No, no, I ain't going to talk about that. I ain't going to talk about that. Nah, thank Christ. But what I am going to talk about is what my life was like in 2017, if I can do that. I don't know. Can you? I think so. Well, I mean, it was another program, but, you know, it was the damnedest thing because you said about about me what it was like me being high. Now I talked about it recently. Every single night, you could go from May to the end of the year. It was radio gold, and I was high every single night. So you got your sample there of entertainment, there, Captain. A sample of entertainment, there, Captain. Oh, I'm telling you. I mean, you used to hear things like. You know, I know it's another show, but brother, you would say that I was, you know, possessed by the spirit of Jefferson Davis. And I used to talk in a rural South Carolina accent, you know, which is odd because I didn't intend to do that. But oddly enough, half of my ancestors were from South Carolina. When I would put the Southern Cross on, weird shit would happen, you know. And, you the, know, they say wait, the that. What? Are you talking about Crosby, Stills, and Nash, that, that song of theirs, Southern Cross? What's that? Yeah, what Southern Cross are you talking about? Uh, well, uh, people don't know what is that. I'm talking about the Confederate flag, the battle flag of North Virginia Army. Mm. 
which I would run around with, which I was known publicly to have. I used to wear a yeah, white. I'm actually black in hat. favor of precisely one usage of that flag. What's that? I, I'm actually in favor of precisely one usage of that is flag. It, is it the top of the General Lee? It is the top of the General Lee. That's the one legit use? That's the use one. Of, yes. of, oh. What about secession? That's a good one. Dude, I'm pro-secession. You know that. But they oh, have no the worst doubt. fucking no secession flags ever. Are, uh, flags are symbols. Worst Worst channeling, channeling George ever. Carlin. Flags are, are just symbols that are best left to the symbol-minded. But you know what I believe, honestly? No, what? I don't. Oh, come on. Now, think about this. I know it's How could I ever know what you think, honestly? If I even, if I even uh, came close, I, I wouldn't have you on the show. Cloth, but think about it. I have, an, I have an ancestor that I found out fought in a little skirmish at the very tail end of the war uh, in what would be considered Western Virginia, which more was West Virginia. The, the war. Like, like there was only one. Out. Come on, Ricky. Huh? There was more than one war. The war. Which war? The Civil War. Yeah. The oxymoron I mean, war. Democrat. I'm obviously, I'm talking about West Virginia. Uh, you mean there the failed rebellion. No, there was no West Virginia. I'm talking Western Virginia. That should have been a little bell there, Captain. No offense. Yeah, so, so, anyway, there, so there is some, some uh, contention over what that should be referred to. Some people believe that it should be referred to as the War of Northern Aggression. And there is some sense to that. The Wang. Um, <laughs> Civil War is kind of a stupid word. The acronym for War there? of Northern Aggression is Wang. How about the War about Lies? We start out in 1859. Uh, That's what I oh, used to do. Damn it. Now, the War about Lies. What, what it is, what it, was all about. it was, it was the failed rebellion. The it was the failed the rebellion. The land. You, you know what it comes down to? Very simply put. I've said it a million times. You Titties. know... Well, Lincoln was the worst president in history. Reason why? He was anything but honest, Abe. First thing he does, he lies to the Congress. Then what does he do? He lies to the South. What does he do before that? Next, he puts it. He goes puts a forty percent tax embargo on the South. Why does he do that? Because they just that started secession. And then, that's how it started. That's how it started. What does he do next? Now, of course, no, Lincoln did that's not, not how it started. A shitload, a shitload of Union soldiers came down. Probably I don't know what a couple weeks before the first shot of Fort Sumter, and you know they were met with you know hospitality. Was there still one? They adopted country, the right? British ways when they had an opportunity to just be free men. And they couldn't agree on it. Yeah. So well, here's hold on, hold on, uh, Ricky. Let me tell you something. Did you know that yeah. the Southern sla- the all of the slave states made the agreement when they signed the Constitution to uh, I forget the exact number of years, but they had like less than a generation to finish their slavery and be done with it. Right, and that would have happened. There was no doubt, and everybody knew it. The South knew it. It was economic. Lincoln sucked. He didn't give a shit oh, about it. Yeah. He's, he's one of the most wretched monsters ever. He didn't give a fuck till 1863. You know where his wife, he married into money. Wait, you know wait. Where his wife Ricky, got the money? Ricky, he had a shitload of slaves. Ricky, why are you mad at Abraham Lincoln? Because he sucks. He's the most evil fucking, and not only that, the man is definitely 
a psychopath. I mean, okay, okay, like I know of. All true. I, I'm not even arguing he that. Maybe a schizophrenic. Look, I, all I'm saying is like. Uh, there have been. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Damn it, Ricky. 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 Don't make me mute you, dude. Don't do that. I'm not Donald Trump. Okay. Uh, Don't make me. Otherwise, you'll be Donald Trump. We'll call you Ricky Trump from now on if you do. Watch your ass. They lie like a son of a bitch in public school. Now I fucking forgot what I was going to say. I'm sorry, Captain. Yeah, you're sorry. All right, now apologize. God damn it. Yeah, so uh, I we, do apologize. Um, brother, I'd Captain, I'd uh, pointed out that they'd already made the agreement to end their slavery. Mm. And by the way, if they had, if they just kept the fucking agreement, then they would have been able to mount a rebellion when they suddenly went, "Oh God, you have a terrifying tyrant." Okay, like name uh, name uh, uh, when when did uh, Pol Pot when when was that? What yeah, I'm looking at when that agreement was made. Huh? Uh, 60s. 1960s. Yeah. Uh, the, let's I go. Thought. Let's go further back in history than uh, Mao. We're talking the 1860s. See, okay. but wait a minute. Well, hang on, hang on. My point here is, hang on, Ricky. Here? Ricky, God damn it, Jesus Christ. What? My point is, is that you're mad at a person from, as far as you're concerned, ancient history that you've never met and has had uh, almost no impact on your life whatsoever. It would be like that's me being, true. it would that's be like me true. being that's mad. It would be like. That's not true. Oh and I said it on the God. air. All right. You're muted now. Uh, Pol Pot was the 70s, it turns out. All right. Uh, my point is, is that he's mad at. Like an ancient historic person, right? When, like, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Am I mad at Benjamin Franklin? Dude, I'm pissed you as know? hell at Woodrow like, Wilson. Okay, 100%. but no, fuck like, that guy. I, I, you know, look. So, so here's, I'm not saying politicians are good. I'm not saying the system's good. I'm just saying that, like, hey, it doesn't it seem weird that this guy hates Abraham Lincoln? No. <laughs> No, do you know anything about that monstrous like, tyrant? Well, I okay, dislike so like, him plenty. I okay. don't know that I hate him, okay. though. I, so don't, I, don't have hate I hate for... agreeing with Republicans, but it is ridiculous. And, like, it, it's weird. It's fucking weird that they're that they're literally dragging a, a, a politician through through court in this way. Like, that's weird. It's unusual behavior. Now, if you think of all of the, like, fucked up things that a president can do, Abraham Lincoln did all of them. Like, just run through a checklist. So, like, like oh, you're, you're my you're my opponents? Uh, well, no, you, you don't get to run this year. Oh, you're, you're uh, uh, an old publication that takes a slightly critical view to me? Yeah, we're going to put you through a military tribunal and jail you for, like, a decade. Okay, but, like, I mean, like, uh, Adolf Hitler, right? Uh, Yeah. Universally agreed that he did some bad shit. And I can understand being pissed at that guy, too. Like, do I hate Adolf Hitler? I don't know. I think I only hate... There's very few things that I hate now. Now that I think I about it, I hate Adolf Hitler. But w- what I hate is uh, humanity's inability to see through the veil of tyranny, disguised as charity, mm. disguised as what is right and proper, disguised as deity, if you will. Well, it's so I hate that. So if that you- I hate, I don't hate Abraham Lincoln. I don't hate. 
it, I dislike them plenty. So, I think they are horrible people. Who, you know, all, all politicians basically are horrible people because they allow the things to go on that they could just be like, you stop that shit. Uh, and they don't do that shit. It's the one ring that corrupts them. Yes. Like, okay, Gollum sucked. Did he suck as much as this other person who has the ring or this other person who has the ring? Well, it's, it's the ring that's the problem. Yeah. Like, when you give this power chair. to a human being, it finds what is worst in them and activates it completely. And and the reason that society is in the position that it's in is because they believe that it's necessary without really examining the evidence. Right. And in fact, the evidence is never presented to them when they're told that this particular system of human organization is necessary. They're never given the evidence. And, you know, I mean, they didn't ask either, but like, okay, take a look at the fucking evidence, people. Holy shit. All right. I think Ricky's still here. Ricky? I am here, Captain. All right. Well, then I'm going to put you on hold. <laughs> Beard Talk Live, Riddle. who the fuck is this? Oh, you're listening. You, you, you got to turn down your speakers and, you know, talk to me on the phone, dude. Or do that. Wireless caller. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Did you butt dial the show? God damn it. All right. Well, I'm hanging up on you now. Bye-bye. All right. Did you have enough of that, Ricky? Did you have enough of listening yeah, to the I wrong show? Yeah, I can bitch about the Civil huh? War next week. I got more important shit. Hey, don't piss me off. I'll make you listen to Not This Program on hold again. Why what? would I know? <laughs> the Civil War is where one what shitty thing became a different right? shitty thing. So so here's, uh, like, I think the same level of change that we had, like, it was a different country before the Civil War and after That's the Civil War. I and I think that the same thing, I think the same thing. government. Let make. His I point. think the same thing happened when a when a sitting president was assassinated in part by the CIA. Ricky? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, what happened is we did have the Jeffersonian government more or less before the war. Afterwards, we got the Hamiltonian government. Another thing, too, Lincoln was not a Republican. He was a Union Party member. 2017, 55% of Republicans say that the man's a Republican. So Donald Trump proclaims a Republican. Nobody gives a shit about fucking history. You know? Well, well we learn from the past that people seldom learn from the past. And in our society, they don't look at the any, reason that no one learns from either. the past is because they make it intentionally boring in schools. Government well, schools do, do, do that on purpose. People don't want to see it. The answers are there. I found them as a kid growing up. I didn't have this fucking internet and shit. I wish I did, you know? But, you know, people don't want to see the truth because once they see the truth about the Civil War, they ain't going to fucking like it. Okay, all of that is true, but it's it's not worth the stress of hating Abraham Lincoln. Like everything you said is true, but it's not to your personal health. It's not worth it to you to have hatred for Abraham Lincoln. You should let that shit go. The dude's dead. The Civil War. Nothing. Nothing positive will ever be accomplished by you hating Abraham Lincoln. Honestly, it was a clash of two monsters. The others too. We have the Hamiltonian government as a result. 
that's what we ended up with. Dude, we didn't get the Hamiltonian government until, I mean, like, now. Like, I had no say really in any of this fucking shit online. at all. You know, yeah. I had no say in any of this shit at all. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, all these other motherfuckers were tyrants, right? All of them. They were creating the system that we now ended up with. Whatever they intended to create, they failed at, and they created this. So if I have hatred for anything, I have hatred for the fact that they created this shit. Yeah. Well, if I may, on another note, and then there was another reason why Jack called in, because I've been talking a lot about the non-aggression principle, and as a Jeffersonian, I've been practicing it for like damn near 30 years, but I knew it as the no harm theory. I didn't even know it as that till I started calling into the to Free Talk Live in 2013. In all honesty, but it's the same thing. Yeah, I knew it but, as uh, do unto others. Maybe we should golden rule. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you know what I was thinking about. Because there's this big debate, and I know Bonnie's big on this, about looking at the word aggression. Then you got this other comedian calling up. What's his name? Skeeter. He's another one. Think about this. Now, the word theory's not school, but imagine this. Instead so of like theory the, just sounds no, a little bit less important. But no, I mean, I suppose if I'm talking to a scientist, then what I'd want to say is I'm exploring the no harm theory. Oh, oh. please, please don't inter interfere with my experiments. I'm exploring the no one. harm theory. Here's what I'm thinking. Instead of the no harm theory, how about this one? The no harm principle. I like it. Mm, the hop. I like it, too. That's mm. all the bullshit, because I adhere to that. Can't pronounce thing. it. It's no good. Right. Niff. I like it. Niff. It's anti-acronym. I, I love it. Show. No harm principle. Anti-acronym? About two. By, by making it unpronounced. All right, Ricky, I got to put you on hold. I, you know, my tolerance <laughs> is just, it's not as high as it normally is. Yeah, you know, it's uh, like, it's its salt in the soup, you know. We're going to give this one more try. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Scrape hey, pocket noises. Hey, you've called fucking twice now and you're saying nothing. So speak up. You're on the show. Hey. Hey. hey, what's your name? Well, hell, I've been waiting so damn long. I had you on hold. We 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 yeah. un, we unhold we unheld you. Yeah, sorry, well, people I'm people sorry. calling popular okay, show. Okay. All right, I'll, hey, can I can I do it? I want to do it. Do, do what? Oh, the amble. Didn't we already amble? We did Come amble. I, I don't care that you already. Well, ambled. I'm, I'm going to violently ambled. stop you by arresting you. Or, or taking your chance. Did we ever agree or, to or, only one amble? I feel like we we talked about I, it at I'm, some point. But I'm pretty sure I would find that overly restrictive. I I'm pretty sure I would too. Should we amble again? I I believe that it is All right, clearly well, I, called. Before we amble, uh, caller, what's your name? Andrew from a Tennessee. Andrew. Hey, Andrew from Tennessee. Do you have a beard? Yes, and I want to amble with. All right, you. we're, we're going to amble right now. Are you ready? You've already ambled once. You, this is my first ever amble. All right. So can you please give me the benefit of an amble? <laughs> are Are you ready to amble? Yes. All right, here we One, go. Two, okay. Three. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Thank you. That felt really good. All right. I hope you've said them all. I couldn't really hear, but yeah. I'll, I'll listen back well, to it. I can, I can say it louder if you want me to. I was trying to. No, no, no. It, I, I have plenty of volume here. I just my my ears are a little shot. I, uh, I've been listening okay. to headphones nonstop for quite some time. Uh, getting ready to release a three song EP. Thanks for asking. Yeah, well, it's coming up. Uh, Pre sale is available over at CaptainKickass.com. 
If you want to pre-order, uh, you'll get it is delivered that, to you on Independence Day. It's 15 bucks for the EP. Is that where I get the uh, the the beard? Beard Talk Live shirt? No, you go to Amazon for that and type in Beard Talk Live shirt in the Amazon search bar. Mm, okay. you, actually, there is a link to it at CaptainKickass.com. Scroll down to like the second section, I think, and you'll see shirts okay. for both Captain Kickass and shirts for Beard Talk Live on the Captain Kickass website. All right, because I'm going to get one and rock one out, man. Hell yeah, dude. Thanks, man. I really want one. Um, no, man. I, no, my thing is... That little Zeke guy, or what? What's his name? Zeke Scooter, Scrappy, Skeeter. No, Skeeter. Skeeter, yeah. Me, uh, Doug. Remember Doug? That Skeeter. That's what it reminds me of. Mosquito. That was his name, uh, and they called him uh, Skeeter. There you go. So that's how I've remembered it. But look, dude, fuck that guy. That guy, all <laughs> he wants to do, everything you say, he's just uh, uh, uh. Well, uh, 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 dude, he has no thoughts <laughs> of his own. Dude, uh-huh. I'm just telling you, okay. that dude is the... What? Dude. What was your... Hold on. What was your name again? Uh, An- Andrew. Andrew. So, Andrew, I realize who we are as a people, and I know that we draw from a lot of the ranks of the autistic on some level or another. And so when okay. someone comes at me with autism, dude, I I, I get it. When it's like, but well, that can't be perfect. I can't plan one hundred percent of the time in a mathematical a sort of way to human behavior. It's like yeah, because human behavior is mathematical. Autism, you know, but I mean, we can't just be like, uh, 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 all the fucking time. <laughs> You're God, not wrong. Get your fucking like, put your fucking words together in your goddamn mouth and spit them the fuck out. And you know what? You can't. Well, no, that's your that's exactly why he should absolutely like uh, uh, take up the captain's idea and write some of this down. Seriously, the the that's how I, I that's how it. I worked out my ideas is by writing them down so I can you know work them out Man, and like I don't put them together properly. I think he would write a page and then argue with himself on a on the second page. Exactly, like, which is great. I don't think he would ever. I don't think he would ever work it out. I just think he needs to stay away from oh, people. I think he'd get around to it eventually. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't mean that in a mean way. I just mean okay. Like, so, so eventually people, you come around to the idea that like that, that like there's a difference between engineering and science, and science well, can be perfect, but engineering can't, and that's life. Well, and you know, a lot of our world nowadays is we train people to be engineers before they know how to run the lathe, you know? And like, so I think there's a lot of people that think they're smarter than what they actually are because, you know, Oh, I got a degree in this and I do this and that. And I I think I'm very smart and I lump a bunch of words together and I can keep stringing words along, you know, until the end of days, but you never actually (laughs) have your own fucking thought. Like, at some point, humanity has to touch the pen. You know, you can write words on a page, but if you have no humanity to go along with it, Mm. then what's the fucking point, (laughs) you know? Like, I mean, some people are numbers people, and they that's what they need to stick to doing. They don't need to think too much. They just need to do numbers. 
Yeah, well, one thing I can say about the longer I'm alive on planet Earth, and if there's any children listening, I scoot on up to the speaker a little bit or, you know, touch your finger to your ear to hear this. Uh, Something that, that, like, like adults are really not that different from you as children. They just have more responsibility. Like, they still get into petty arguments. They still, you know, argue about stupid shit. I have seen some of the smartest people that I've ever met do some of the dumbest shit, right? And I was I mean, a better adult when I had less responsibility. You know, the more responsible I have to be, the less I want to be responsible, to be honest with you, because you're, you're just like, man, I just wish I could be a fucking kid again and just do nothing, you yeah, know? That's a load to bear. And I didn't even have a good childhood. Yeah. I had a shit-ass childhood, but I would still rather just have the excuse of, well, hey, I'm... But you know what? Even when I was a kid, I still wasn't a kid. I was had to be a man at an early age anyways, you know? Oh. Like, I never got to sit around being like, ooh, 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 ooh. I had to make decisions, <laughs> like, you know? Like, like, what was that? Like... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> All right, so at some checking. point, you got to make a fucking decision. Yeah. Shit or get off the fucking pot. That's what they say. Yeah, like, the, the pinprint. I mean, like, there oh, is an objective reality, and it will kick you say, in the shins. But I have a new name. Instead of, look, I just want to cut through the bullshit on the, the, all these names for the nap. Mm-hmm. Let's call it the lap, the least aggressive principle. How about that? Mm-hmm. Can we compromise with that? Lap. Ah, I've got it. Play. The, Principle the least, of least aggression. There you go. Pla. Nope. Hey, nope. It's a long A. <laughs> Does it have the little <laughs> schwa? It's got, it's got bit, the little... straight line over it. It's not the umlaut, because that'd be pla. No. no. Although an umlaut would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think people... We'll just, just play. We pla. <laughs> The, well, this I, I think the whole thing, like people are trying to split hairs on this non-aggression principle. And the, the thing is, it's like when people try to do that, they're all they're trying to do is they're they're trying to sit there and like, and I think that's what bothers me about Skeeter is because he's trying to put, he's trying to make everything exact science. And like when it comes to human beings, there is nothing exact. And that's. And, and 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 you know we have to all get over that. There is no one hundred percent right hmm. or wrong. So you want to know one of the most amazing things I've ever learned? So What's there's that? this so there's this uh, like whole organization called NIST, the National Institute of uh, I forget. Anyway, their whole thing is measurements, right? They are the measurement people, and they have like absolute precision in their their like. A uh, thing that they compare things to, and yeah. they made a perfectly precise chocolate chip cookie. Why? Well, the belief was that if I make this the most pure chocolate chocolate chip cookie, it will be the most delicious chocolate chip cookie. Well, it's actually like a pr- precise amount of like chocolate to cookie well, ratio well and, and even even what the chocolate was this was like national institute of science and technology level precision of what the chemical thing of chocolate is it is the most chocolate chemical thing that we can have and it is precisely was it a chocolate. horrible cookie it was so bland mm. so <laughs> un 
unbearably bland. Government fucks up chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. So bad it can even fuck up a true. chocolate chip cookie. It's true. They would well, never be a place to have anything this. fun in a cookie, and it sure as hell can't be <sighs> black and white at the same time. You know, it's. I mean. It, there's nothing that when government's involved, nothing's fun anymore. You know, like it's got to be the most. You know, I've, I've never heard any do. government anything ever. Like if anybody goes, has to deal with the government in any way, shape or form, like, you know, I don't know, renew some license plates or something like that, or go to the DM fucking V or something. No one ever comes back. It's like, that was fun. No one. Well, no one ever. I, I know I know some people are having fun with government senators for example they're having a blast well, okay but you know the rest of us the the non tyrants oh oh yeah no yeah well I'm trying to you know I I try really hard man in my day to day life just like I'm always going to be that guy that's like you know look the government's fucking you over I'm always going to be the guy to pinpoint why this is not a good idea. You know, my thought process, every time they put a red light in, that is a, that is revenue generation right there, mm -hmm. just a red light in and of itself. Yeah. Every time they add a stoplight, it makes no fucking sense. They'll just put one in for no reason. That's why we have all stop signs and no yield signs, like practically speaking. There's plenty of places Mine. where you don't need stop signs in four directions. You need yield in two and stop in the other. Well, but you know, let's it, give it an it, extra it, reason to pull people over. Well, and if it's the difference in like having actual stop lights, at least just make them all flashing, you know, <laughs> right. reds or whatever. You know, I mean, it's 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 just so arbitrary. I mean, even in the middle, like I live in a city. Well, it's like a big city. Well, and Here's the thing. I don't know what the solution is. I know that the free market will show me solutions I won't even think of. Yeah, that's true. Because that's how competition works. Yeah. We have the ideas of more than one set of people. Yeah, like uh, when all the uh, – uh, I think the the earlier campaign of uh, Ron Paul for when he ran for president, I think the earlier campaign yeah. uh, was pre-crypto. And, and he was still calling for, you know, sound money and, and the Fed, audit the Fed, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, was was part of that. And then uh, back when the days when Peter Schiff was a good guy, like like. But at well, that time, really at that time, no one knew that uh, the combination of accounting, bookkeeping and uh, mathematics and cryptography was going to be the answer to uh, the government screwing people over. Right, it was going to finally give people a way to not be subjected to government when it comes to currency. It's the separation of money and state. Mm -hmm. Nobody, th nobody thought it'd be software. Right, right, that would do that. I thought it'd be gold again, right, or you know some other you know invention like goldbacks would have been a good you know uh, invention mm -hmm. you know at that point as well, and they still are. Uh, but I'm just saying that you know this whole other technology has come along. And we couldn't have predicted that. Right. We couldn't have said the Internet of Money is going to exist independently without permission on the network, and uh, it's just going to be there for anyone to use. Well, and even with crypto, I mean, crypto is still, I mean, in a, in a way, like, theoretically, it's still sound money because— yeah, it absolutely is. 
I mean, they're... It's, it is so sound that it, it changed the definition of sound money. <laughs> changed the definition of money. Yeah. That's what it's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, like, and, we used you know, to have the, the soundness of being able to travel, and this literally doesn't need to travel because it's already there. But, I mean, even, you know, even when you're talking to people in real life about things, like, because, you know, like, there's things like... Wait, all, are we not know, in real life right now? About, what's that? Are we like, not like in... Like, practical application of the we, principles. Are we not in real life right now? You're <laughs> like, even when you're talking to people in real life, I'm like, well, then where are we? Honestly, <laughs> in meat space. I think, I right like now we're I in the digital space. Well, I feel like I live in reality, and I feel like the people that are like in the system actually live out of reality, mm. which is which is ironic because the people that control the system control reality. But I feel like <laughs> that the way I live my life is more grounded than what the system. That if you, if you live and you're a part of the system, you're actually no, you're actually not living in reality because you're living in a fake system where somebody's literally just pulling shit out of their ass and they're like, <laughs> well, here's a big shit pie. You got to eat it. And not only do you have to eat it, but you have to tell me how much you love it, you know, and that's the world we're living in. Like we have to eat a shit pie and be appreciative for it. Yeah. And, you know, but and uh, turn other people in who don't eat the shit pie or appreciate it as much as they should. Exactly. Yeah, because I don't eat the shit pie, and I don't want the shit pie, and I don't appreciate the shit pie. But I never asked for the I'm shit the pie. That, I live in fucking reality. I'm the one that's actually like, look, man. And why do why do I have to pie. have this shit pie? Because <laughs> no, of that, like, like over in another area of planet Earth. I, I would get a different shit pie. Why is it that I don't we don't all get the same shit or how come we don't get no shit pie at all? I literally no no no. It's it's different from that. I literally feel like I'm living in a world where I'm trying to convince people, "Hey, you are eating a shit pie and you don't realize it." <laughs> Still funny. You know. You know like, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So shit sandwiches. I'm trying to make them yeah. realize it, but they're the ones in that reality, you know, yeah. so it is a bit like it, exiting it, it the really matrix. It really is trying to convince yeah. people. It's like, hey, so that thing that they sold you as prime rib, and since you were born into this system where it is prime rib, that's actually a shit sandwich. Right. Like this so is actually the least effective <laughs> way to solve these problems yeah. that mankind has ever devised, and we are such creative things. It's, we devised we a actually, lot of things, and this is literally the dumbest way to do it. We I, can actually all be eating steak. Yeah. We really can. Yeah. Like We live in a world where we can all be like having a good meal without problems. Yep. Yep. Like, we don't have to have these problems. It's really not that fucking hard to figure out. Like, really isn't. you just got to stop trying to fucking assert whatever you think control other people yeah. you know stop trying to control I mean, other people stop trying to control other people that's it that's all you have to do control yourself to go around yeah there's plenty of steaks they throw them out every dude kroger <laughs> throws out steaks every fucking week do you know how i eat good because this is how i eat i don't go in looking for one thing i go in looking for what's on reduced yep. and i live 
I don't have kids. I'm a single man. So you know what? I only get like two or three days worth of food at a time. So I go in, and I'll find fucking good, you know, like really good like beef at like a dollar a pound because it's well, like the last day for it. So and this I'll, is one I'll of the things like that was made ex exceptionally difficult by having men and women both in the workforce at once is that it's really hard then to assign someone to do things like, hey, fresh fruit is awesome. Fresh uh, vegetables. Like having fresh food is obviously what our system's made for. Because of course it is. Everything likes to eat things fresh if they can. So you need to send someone to get the things that are fresh, and that takes time. And, and that was... Part of what and made what, the system efficient is that you could have someone who a big part of their thing was, okay, I'm going to do all of the math of figuring out how we can get all of the best things all of the time. Well, and the thing is, I try not to, you know, I try not to, like, be like somebody like, oh, I have to have the best all the time, you know. But I always eat good, but I shop stuff that's on sale and whatever. But you know what? The little bit of yard space I have in the backyard I put in a couple of rows of, you know, little things I can grow. Yeah. And yeah, I nice. got some squash coming up. Hell yeah. Beautiful. Coming up and stuff like that, yeah. you know, so... And that's I mean, the thing where, I, like, I the technology is at the point where we should all have enough free time to make sure that we're eating right. Exactly. I mean, that was the point of the fucking technology in the first place. Right? I don't understand. Everybody's like, oh, I don't... We can't. Oh, okay. I think that's the most perfect description of the corporate world I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I know. It sounds like a big, reports. Like the, you know, it's like the phonics monkey on South Park where he's like, ching, ching, like, and he starts jacking off at the end of the episode, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a lot like, like that. I love the Fodic Monkey. That's like my favorite episode, man. Like, <laughs> that's just awesome. But, uh, but man, it's but, uh, not that fucking hard to figure out, man. Like, people just gotta get their fucking. No, head no, out no. Of the rest. thing is, it's returning to sanity. Like, children are born with a certain amount of just sanity about physics. It's how they eventually stop being death magnets. Yeah. And you have to yeah, train them to stop trusting logic. Yeah, that'd be nice. So, so this whole thing where we actually apply the rules universally is just the return to logic. Well, I mean, I'm, hey, I'm all about logic, man. And so, but see, the funny thing about me is I, I kind of take things with the punches, you know, and like in my mind, you know, I see what's going on with the world. So like to me, I take everything it, like to me, instead of like having these big peaks and valleys, everything's just like little bumps to me, you know, because I don't live outside of my means. I don't like I don't I don't have a car payment, you know, I don't. I don't do all these things that other people do, you know. I try to do do what I can, and and, and and you know, my life is fairly easy to a point, but I I can't do a lot of the things I I, I want to do because it's hard to save up enough money to do things. Right, right. You know, yeah, you've got your going. day to day life covered, and and it's running smoothly. Your your operation is smooth. Uh, but what you don't have is access to be able to do the things you want. Yeah, 
Yeah, I can't. I mean, well, I'm, but I, I do. I do what I want. Like I work for myself. I reupholster furniture. I've taught myself how to do that. I've been doing that three years now. That's what I'm Good. doing. Like I'm making a career. I'm making a name for myself. You know, and I, I mean, I love doing it. And but you know, it's just somebody like me that like wants to, you know, pay for what you know pay their way through life and like they say pull up your bootstraps you know like yep. it's 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 almost impossible for people like me they they, they don't want people like me around because because they, they they can't control well, me you know well they and that's the problem they want to they want to harvest you and you make yourself hard to harvest yeah <laughs> it's accurate now, I like that. That's funny. I like that. Accurate. You are, you are, uh, I always say cattle, right? Mm -hmm. uh, taxation is milk. Yeah. Right? And and uh, we are uh, what they refer to as uh, free-range tax cattle. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the illusion of freedom, which means, I, I don't know if you know this about actual dairy, but if you put a bunch of cows into a barn and feed them and just let them sort of stand there, they'll eventually stop giving milk. Uh, it, an amazing thing happens when you open the doors and let them roam around in this little, small, fenced-in area. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, you know, with like, oh, move. I don't know, some sort of a border around it, for mm -hmm. example. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, they believe falsely that they are now free, and the milk returns. And so in that same way, that's the same false idea that humanity is under right now. They, they don't see that... Uh, you know, uh, farmer tyranny is milking them for all their fucking worth. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm trying well, to keep my milk flowing, Captain. Well, yeah, they they can you move know, enough not, to get their muscles uh, pumping blood, which makes them, you know, capable of going uh, up to milk. And they like to let us stretch our muscles just enough to be able to create and innovate. But we don't want them stretching their muscles so much that they run off. Yeah, and they don't want us. You know, thinking about those things that we could actually make ourselves powerful with. Yeah, every now and again, uh, somebody like that does something to piss off somebody, and then they do something like, well, I don't know, you know, send a whole bunch of alphabet agencies to fucking, uh, you know, bust down your fucking radio show. Right. <laughs> hey, but you know, and I, you know that does. I I really. I saw that when it happened, and well, I didn't see it, but I mean, I you yeah, know, I didn't see it either. I was, I was a, yeah. I watched, you know, I was a, like listening to the show and stuff, and like because y'all do the, uh, you do the the podcast or whatever, mm -hmm. um, you know, there was like a few days where you were off, and I was like, well, what the fuck is going on, you know? And then I remember Captain coming on and being like, well, I'm uh trying to pull the shit together, basically, <laughs> like. And uh, it was like a few days later that I heard what happened. I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense because, man, there's places all around, all around the country, man. You can go see little crypto vending machines and stuff. And yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't understand that. That's, it's, that's fucking pitiful. I mean, you talk about going after the low hanging fruit. I mean, that's just, it, I don't know. That's just that's absurd to me. Like I can't. It's totally absurd. I can't even You're understand right. what the point of it is. To be honest with you, because I mean I know what you guys do on your show, but I mean honestly, like in the grand scheme of things, nobody knows about Free Talk Live. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody really 
thinks about New Hampshire very much, and it's like I don't really understand the point in going after you because I don't know what it really accomplishes in my opinion. Everything. Well, this is a uh, an empire that is uh, uh, on the way down, right? Uh, if you look at the uh, you know history and the. I'll call it the empirical curve. Okay. That's the curve of the empire. It's it's on its way down. And so what happens is uh, as an empire begins to lose its power, or even if it just sort of freaks out thinking it's losing its power, it starts to thrash a little bit, mm. right? Like a fish out of water, right? Now, it'll get worse the longer we go on, but that's, that's what this is. That's uh, a sign of an empire in decay, mm-hmm. uh, particularly well, one, particularly an empire that claims to be the land of the free right and so let me give you a a single example so there is a collapse in the global currency system but if you happen to have say put aside gold what you need is reliable means of turning that gold into stuff you want and services and wouldn't you know it I have I have the highest possible reliability of being able to turn my gold into reliable goods and services. Well, and I agree with that, and I think we're getting back to like, I mean, we're going to really have to be able to trade. We're going to start to have to think outside of the box. Yeah, and I, and you, I don't want you guys to like, take me the wrong way. I wasn't trying to say that you guys are not like impacting things because I think you. 100% like I agree with what y'all are doing and I think y'all are doing good things and yeah, I'm not insulted at all <laughs> I wasn't trying to say it like that but what I'm saying is like because like when it comes to like crypto and stuff like that the average person still they don't people just don't yeah so the same the thing that applies to gold also applies to crypto well and I think I have know, the I, highest ability to turn that into goods and services of anywhere on the face of the earth. But would you say at this point that maybe uh, some of that, like the goods and services and gold and things like that, maybe it's turned into just actual, just relationships with people in a way. Like, I feel like we're almost getting down to the point where it's just getting to where like, you know, I don't care where you're from or who you know, Mm -hmm. if we're connected in some kind of way, well, so so like here's the difference, though, is that I can overcome Dunbar's you know. number. So every person okay. has a certain number of people that they can effectively keep tabs on who's, you know, who owes what to whom. So you're like personal uh, network bubble. Right, right. So everyone has like a, a set of uh, mental accounts on people. And like everyone's right. got a certain like thickness of that ledger, if you will. Like everyone's got so much right. ability to think of that. Do you remember the cell phone commercial where you could have certain people in your circle right. that you could always call without any charges yeah, or whatever? Yeah, no, it's yeah, like that. Like it's just a lot bigger. People, yeah. Five yeah. people in ten circles, so, five in each circle or something. Right, yeah, right. So, yeah. so the way that I get beyond that is by having the gold and the crypto. So now I, I can deal with people way, way beyond any possibility of me keeping track of who owes what to whom because I have all of that work done for me. Well, and see, and, that, and, and you know, a lot of the people that I personally know that have gotten into crypto, they, do, they have 100%, they have only gotten into it as like an investment. They don't get into it. And I have actually talked to them like, look, do you understand like what crypto is for? It's, it is, an alternative currency to keep you 
away from the influence of government and inflation. Yeah. Like and it's a different thing to take out that mediator. And, and it works. And uh, I'm about to go participate in uh, the largest gathering of freedom-minded people uh, who get together every year. It's the 20th year of the Porcupine Freedom Festival and, and uh, the seventh year of Fork Fest, which is just the pre-party before that uh, for the few days before the festival kicks off. Um, where people actually transact in cryptocurrency and gold and silver for the entire duration of the festival. Yeah. And well, it works. It works. It works great. People walk well, around heavily armed, and it works, and it's great. People walk around with their children, and it works, and it's great. Everybody has to up their level of tolerance, a little bit of individuality and all that kind of stuff, and be a little more accepting of the people who go there. And it works, and it's great, and they are, and it's it's a, it's truly miraculous. It is a repeatable model based on this yeah. alone. Yeah. But what do you do about the people that are only – interested in it like as, as if it's like a stock or something like that because that, i mean i okay i will tell you exactly what i do with those people i, nothing, I, I harvest their labor in, in the most effective means that could possibly be done we'll just try to get them to give you crypto well, no, no 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 you misunderstand me completely so no the the fact that they're even if it's oh it's a speculative asset okay whatever if you Say it's a speculative asset and treat it like that. I'm still harvesting your labor, your thought, your attentions, all of your earnings are now up uh, upholding my networks. So whatever, whatever, that's great. It's awesome. Well, it's for I, my I enemies. To, like may all of my to, enemies touch crypto. I would love to get into it, but my problem is I have no way. I don't want to get into it as an investment. I want to get into it as far as like a usable asset. Right. And Which is why you got to get it, around people to use it. And you need a community of <laughs> people who are already using it. That, right. You know, maybe a guy could join, for example. In a place uh, like New Hampshire, just off the top of my head. Yeah. There are other places. If, if crypto is the thing that, that you want to get into, there are places you can go and you can use it uh, every day. Yeah. There are there are governments that uh, that are uh, that have adopted uh, cryptocurrency. You can go to those countries and like everybody's quote required unquote to uh, to handle uh, the cryptocurrency. Uh, you have to use. Is it, is it, what's the one? Is it Dash or what's the one that's been making it supposedly easier to use crypto? Oh, that's a whole bunch of them. Uh, Dash is definitely on the list. Uh, personally, I love Monero. Yeah, I'm a I'm a fan. Monero was the one that I was looking at. Monero's the privacy so, coin. So so how does that work? Like if I go and I'm trying to make a transaction, can are they able to convert it into something that I can use to like transact with certain places? Is that yeah. what they're? Yeah. Um, so like uh, it's it, it's as easy as scanning a QR code if a place wants to put in the payment system. And if a person wants to just trade crypto with you, yeah, it's as easy as you scan their QR code, you put in how much you're giving them and your yeah. password in most do you, of them. Do you know how to use, like, Venmo or any of that kind of crap, Cash App, something like that? You know, Captain, I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm, I've been probably keeping it a lot more old school than you have Ooh. for a while. And, uh, 
I'm You're without the magic rectangle? No, I, I have the magic rectangle, but you would laugh at me because, well, we've talked before, and I have actually, I've, I've, I've li- I lived out in Seattle, uh-huh. and me and you could probably talk about some Seattle stuff together, but, um, you know, I lived out there for five years. The funny thing is, I moved out there in 2015, and before I moved out there, I, I still had a flip phone, and my friends were like, well, how are you going to get from Tennessee to Washington? And I was like, I don't know. I think I'm going to head, I'm going to fucking head west. I mean, I don't know. I'm like, I'm going to look at a fucking map. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to stop at a wayside and grab Yeah, you like, know. it doesn't really seem that hard to me. I mean, there's roads, there's fucking signs, like... There's directions. I mean, you know, but I I, I ended up getting a, a smartphone because I wanted to have GPS on my phone to sure. get around Seattle, yeah. and so that is what. And and you you might like this. I was because I had been on an AT and T plan for a while, and then I went month to month with AT and T. They will kiss your fucking ass when you go month to month with them because <laughs> I didn't want to sign a contract because they started doing this two year fucking bullshit. Right, yeah, yeah. So anyways, I got a Boost mobile phone because they're like no contracts. You just basically pay month to month and. Nice. It's real, just straight. You know, it's like, like the it. way I want to do business. You yeah. know, like if I don't pay my bill, they cut me off. If I pay it, they turn me back on. Yeah, you know? I don't do uh, what they what they call auto pay, right? I do not do that uh, with the, yeah. uh, the things that that I have to use FRNs for, right? Uh, I do not do auto pay, and like they constantly are like every time I go to pay, turn on auto. You haven't turned on, you haven't finished setting up your profile. The only thing left to do is turn on fucking auto pay. And I'm like, go the no. fuck away, man. I don't want to turn on auto pay. No, thank you. I will pull the trigger when it's time for you to get paid. I'm not going to automatically allow. I mean, that's worse. That's you have not a worse. But like, button, please. but like, I mean, these, these places think they're governments. Now they just take it automatically. Fuck you. Yeah. No, I'm not yeah, going to allow that. I will pull the trigger when it's time for you to get your money, you motherfuckers. <laughs> but so I'm not I, bitter. I got tired of that, you know, but, but yeah, I'm, but, but no, I do actually have a magic rectangle and everything like that. So I'm, I am up to speed with things, you know, to a point, but all right, all right. I mean, well, if you can I, use uh, an app on your phone, uh, you can use cryptocurrency. You don't even have true. to know all of the things that we just talked about regarding cryptocurrency tonight. You don't have to know any of that. All you have to really know is, uh, oh, hey, I want to do some business with you. How much? It's this much. Okay. You type it in the thing and you go, here, look at this. And the other phone looks at that and bam, it's done. Yeah. It's that oh, fucking easy. Oh, and, and the only other thing you need to know is that when you set it up, there's a bunch of words you got to keep safe. That's it. That's the yep. whole technology. You got a bunch of words you keep safe. It's so simple and so, so easy. That's it. If I, had, if I had Monero, would I be able to go to Walmart and buy my contacts or whatever? I don't know about Monero specifically or because I haven't. But but hang on, hang on. There's a there's a website that you can go to. Uh, oh, you're going to use your magic rectangle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're... No way. You, could, you can't use that. Well, I can use my magic rectangle <laughs> now because I already have downloaded the apps in order to do so. You little, you little trickster, you. you know. But the app that I have doesn't uh, allow me to make purchases at Walmart. But there is okay. a way that you can. So if you really want to accomplish this, I'll tell you how. Uh, there's a website called 
bitrefill.com. And if you just go there, uh, you just type in Walmart into their search engine, and it goes, do you want a gift card for Walmart? And you go, sure. And it goes, how much? And you go, uh, 100 bucks. And it goes, okay, what do you want to pay with? You click the drop down and you select Monero. And it goes, okay, here's the QR code. You scan the QR code, the money moves, and in seconds they return with a gift card for you in that amount of dollars. So, yes, you can, but you got to be willing to go through the extra hoops to stay anonymous with your transaction. Well, and see, I think like um... – you know, about, I would say, like, five years ago when I was really, like, hearing about crypto and, like, really kind of starting to well, learn more about it. And before you I, go on, I just want to say that um, if you are indeed using using Monero to get your prescription from Walmart is a poor use of Monero because Walmart arguably already knows who the fuck you are because they got all that information from your doctor when he sent over the prescription and that's all in your medical record. So there's no real need for you to use Monero specifically to get your Walmart prescription, but you can use any cryptocurrency to, to buy well, almost any, any of the major ones to buy a gift card for Walmart and go do your shopping at Walmart. It's possible. Well, well I can tell you this much. What they don't want, what they don't want is for you to use that to get a discount on medicine and circumvent their doctorship uh, scam. Hmm. Because if you don't go through their drug dealers, well, they'll do to you what they did to Ross Albrecht. Well, and I wasn't even looking at it as far as like, um, like, buy, like I was just using buying contacts as an example. Yeah. I wasn't really, yeah. I wasn't really like looking at that as far as there like, are people. I believe know, it's like, uh, 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 on Twitter at the Nuge, N-U-D-G. It looks like Nudge, but it's pronounced Nuge. Uh, this guy lives on crypto. Uh, he was a, a guest here in the Free Talk Live studio on Free Talk Live some time ago, and he had incredible tales to tell. Um, and you could just follow them on Twitter and like, you know, you'll pick up nuggets of information from these people on how to, how to do these things. Is he a big, uh, a a Andrew, I gotta let you go, man, but I appreciate you calling, man. Um, I just want to do this beard talk live. Who the fuck is this? Well, hi, Captain. This is uh, James from Miami. Ian knows me. Uh, Hey man, you're on beard talk hey. live. We're the uncensored version. So if you feel like cussing, you're go the fuck ahead. Free, free to do so. Oh. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, but you can hear me just fine, right? Mm -hmm. I can hear you okay, yeah. Oh, thank you. Hey, let me ask you something real quick before I ask you a question that has to do with music. You know, um, I'm sorry to, to to get away from what you guys were saying. Not at all. Just no, having a great go, show. go ahead. Oh, thank you. But I just wanted to know real quick. Uh, I was listening, while well, I was on hold, I was listening to another program. Yeah, yeah we know. Is that FM? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I mean, it's hard to, for me to find that network. I mean, yeah. when, well... Well, oh, okay, LRM? Matter. Yeah, I mean, every time I try to go to it, I always end up on the, the you know, the the, the one for you guys. Um, yeah, the outgoing Live, is, uh, is is uh, the old show on repeat. Wow. Well, then, then that's all right. But anyway, uh, the question I had about music is uh, because you, do, do, do any of you know, like, um, like every sound effect on a song, do they go by? Do they have a name for each of those sound effects? Um, uh, generally speaking, yes. And then some of them have you know thousands or hundreds of sub names too. Um, like mm. there's something that uh, uh, commonly happens, 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 happens. 
That's known as delay, delay, delay. <laughs> right? Uh, there's something else called yeah. reverb, and that just means like you can hear how big the room is. I can't simulate that with my voice, but if we put this microphone in a gymnasium, for example, my voice would sound a lot different. All the sounds bouncing off the gymnasium would be the reverb of that, the reverberations yeah. of that room, and that would I be noticed, captured uh, differently. So those would be some of the sound effects. So, you know, when it comes to music, yes, all of these sound effects have different names. But there's digital sound effects. There's sound design. There's people who make their own sounds by combining multiple sounds together, and they create brand new sounds that you can't even define. You're like, I have no idea what that sound is, mm. but, wow, they made it sound good somehow. You know? Wow. Well, I'm hoping that this one might have a name. Um, are you familiar with the this, with this song by Kenny Loggins? It's called um, the one from Top Gun. I forgot the name now. Danger Zone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, he's not familiar. <laughs> oh, man. Of course, right? But there's, there's this um, sound effect that comes on. It's um, before the guy goes into the chorus. It's like a sound effect. A sound effect that the only way I can describe it, Captain, is by saying that it sounds like, like waterfalls. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I mean, got to listen to it so you can hear it. Uh, it's like, I, no, I got to listen to it I so I can hear it. Danger zone. Uh, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. On my yeah, own time. I, and it's only on the Kenny Loggins version, too, because uh, Psycho Stick covered it. And really? covered it oh, well, but, like, yeah. it's a, yeah, I, I'm i not. Hmm. Also, I don't know the song by heart, so me trying to, in my brain, oh, listen to it right now, it's like, ah, it's hard. Oh, well. All I know is that the sound effect comes on like every time before he he goes into the into the chorus where he says um, welcome to the the danger zone or something. You you hear it. It's like you you're gonna you're gonna hear it. It's like it sounds like a weird sound. Um, maybe it was done by a keyboard. I don't know. But mm -hmm. I, the only way I can describe it is that it sounds like 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 a waterfall. Kind do you know of Do you know about how far into the song? Oh my! Well, you're gonna hear it. Um, Look, each of the each of the verses are pretty short, so you're gonna hear it right away. But I don't know if you have to wear headphones to get the best sound of it. Uh, I I know I heard it on YouTube on the is it on the on is well it, on there you know. Is it before this or after this? We're at one fifteen. Okay, it's after he does like after the first verse. I I don't know where we're at. Is this the first verse? Well, if you play the, any verse, but especially the first one. I'm playing it right now. Can verse. you hear it? Yeah. Where does the sound? You, you're, you're the best, man. Thank you. Uh, you're going to hear it when he comes into the forest. Okay, no, no. Yeah. Already, no. Are we too Are far? Yeah. If you can get any of the verses before they go to the forest, you're going to hear it. It's very low. Right, this is the verse there. here. Right there. Right there. Right there. I think you you got it right there. Oh, the night, night, night. Yeah, that's delay. No, no, no. It's a sound. It, 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 All right, hang on. We're listening again. You talking about the alternating snare? Dun, 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 dun. Is that the sound? It's like a little sound. It sounds almost like bells. It sounds almost like bells. Uh, I, yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah, I just heard it right now when you when you were playing it when he was going to the chorus, you hear it. It sounds like three. He has like three. Like I think three you're, I think you're talking about what he's doing with the guitar. Oh man! That. Right there, right there, right yeah. there. The, mm, the yeah, chainsaw sound. Yeah. 
Yeah, it sounds like that. It's something like that, yeah, right? That's yeah, gu- that's the guitar. That's a power chord. It's known as a power chord on an electric guitar. With a the guitar is plugged into something known as a uh, distortion pedal, or the amplifier that it's plugged into also has a distortion built in as a gain function. But it's crazy that it sounds almost like it was made from a machine. I mean, it sounds... It was. You know? I mean, that, that, that yeah, the said, electric guitar wow. is very machine-like. Mm-hmm. Um, you should look into oh, man, uh, look into uh, wow. Jimi Hendrix. Uh, he, he kind of invented distortion. Hmm. Uh, and what he did was he would take the grill off of his... Uh, amplifier and the, expose the speaker, and then he would take razor blades and cut the speaker very specifically in different spots to make the speaker rattle and distort on purpose to create the tone that he got out of his guitar, that hmm. signature Jimi Hendrix solo tone that like people are like, why can't we recreate that? Well, because he did it himself with right. a fucking razor blade. <laughs> you know, He literally yeah. mangled his expensive-ass equipment to create a sound, right? Right. Well, well but, but there is no name for that particular sound from the guitar, Captain? Mm. Or... Uh, no. I mean, it's well, distorted guitar, so distortion is what I would classify it as, oh, as far as the sound effect well, is concerned. Yeah, I, I'm interested in that sound effect because, by the way, I've heard it on, on other songs from back in, in those days. Yeah. So now, since you say it's a guitar, now it be, it's beginning to make sense to me now. Nice. But yeah, I, I wanted to see if I could sample, if I could grab it somehow and use it. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, I know that there are ways to do it. I just can't tell you what they are. <laughs> right. Well, wh- one last thing, Captain. Uh, when, when you okay, you know the thing they call the, the wall of sound. Uh, I have heard of this. Yes. That the guy that the guy that made it was the, the guy that shot that that lady. Um, that that famous guy. You know, he's they said he's, he's the one that came up with that sound that they call the wall the wall of sound something like that. And when you mentioned re- reverb, right? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm wondering if it's the same exact thing. Um, you know? I mean, no, but I'm sure there's reverb on that. <laughs> mm, okay, yeah. All right. Well, well, listen, Captain, thank you for taking the time, man. I appreciate it. And I'll be listening to your, your next comments on whatever people call us. <laughs> yeah. So thank hey, you, guys. Thanks for the call, man. Peace. All right. All right. And then uh, let's go back over here. Oh, I think I know who this is. But Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? It's Ricky from the the fucking Commonwealth there, brother. I'm still here. I got time to have some smokes, a couple rolling rocks. Thank you very much. Uh, Are you in the the danger zone? (laughs) Danger zone? What do you mean by that? Oh, our last caller had a a musical reference to part of uh, Kenny Loggins' danger zone and how a particular effect. It's coming. Here it comes. Oh shit! Not that. All right. Yep. That's the one. Okay. No, I know that one. No, I don't. Yeah, of course you do. Everybody knows that one. (laughs) And I don't listen to shit like that. Uh, Right. Yeah, I don't either. But I know that one. It's a pivotal part of one of my favorite shows. That's like kind of like you go in the stores. Remember when you had like Instinct that then sucked. And you were going, and no matter where the fuck you went. Wait, when did NSYNC never suck? They totally sucked. Uh, Always and forever. And and no matter where you went, you could go into Kmart, you could go into an elevator, walking down the street somehow, you're you're hearing this shit. 
Oh, dude. No, no. Now imagine it's one band that haunts you whenever you go to all of these places. That it's that you go and you're haunted by one band and one band only. The most overplayed band in all of rock and roll of all time for all of eternity. Led Zeppelin. It could be. Could be. But you know That's what? That's not so it's, bad. It's more, it's no, it's horrible. I'm haunted by Led Zeppelin, dude. I am afflicted by Led Zeppelin. That's not so it, bad. It, it, Led Zeppelin, I have never agreed to listen to Led Zeppelin ever. So yeah, like, hey, man, I, let's listen to Zeppelin. Either. I go, no, thanks. Right? But no, I it's have okay, listened to way know, more fucking Zeppelin than I ever voluntarily <laughs> agreed to. And I don't know how the well, fuck you know that happened. Is? I think Zeppelin's overrated. I mean, that's my thoughts. I don't know what the story is with Thank that. Thank you. But, I mean, I'm more into like Pink Floyd myself. I think Zeppelin you know? changed the game as far as rock and roll goes. Yeah, yeah Floyd is oh. definitely a superior band of that era. No doubt. And also gets like half of the notoriety and airplay. Hmm. And That's I can list a hell of a lot more others, believe me. It's funny because a lot have of you heard, don't uh, have you Have you heard what's uh, been happening to him now? Who, Roger? Yeah. What, yeah, I, yeah, yeah we... I heard. And you know what's funny? I remember I saw him doing The Wall uh, in Berlin. He did like a in new Berlin. version of it years yeah. ago. Like, like, and then, uh, I could see that, you know? Yeah. And, and he's been doing that in all of his shows since way back then. So... This is right. literally what happened. Someone went, Nazis policy. are bad. And Germany went, you're not allowed to say Nazis. <laughs> Which nah, is you know antithetical. Yeah. I thought about this, and I didn't really comment it on a parallel universe. And you know what it comes down to? It's like we were talking about. Here's what it comes down to. They're totally, they want to just erase that the Nazis happened. Now, in another version, let's yeah, look at all these Confederate absolutely monuments true. removed. They want to erase the fact that this secession ever happened. It comes down to the CSA. That's why they want the Whoa, monument. What? Wait, wait, wait. You just made a yeah. leap of, and I don't know how yeah, you got there. Yeah, you used, let that, me, let you me used say that the again. wrong word, sir. Let me say that again. They want to act in Germany like the Nazis never happened. Yeah, that wasn't a secession. Now, we have a similar situation when it came to the CSA. They want to remove these monuments because you know what? If mm. people see these monuments, Jefferson Davis, Robert E. Lee, whoever, and what's they're going to look into this. And they'll see something uh, the Confederate States of America. Thank you. you know? Sorry, I had to address your acronym first. I was thinking of, well, meat. <laughs> Food, right? I'm like, oh, I wonder how much a CSA is. I was at... about grabbing oh, another yeah. beer, actually, but nonetheless. Well, do, do you guys drink yeah, beer? So, so here's the reason the why they want to erase the living memory of the Confederate he's asking, States of he's America. He's asking me a very important question. Is he? Go right, ahead, you don't Rachel. smoke anymore. Do you drink beer? Uh, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, and um, I I will still drink beer. It's true. What do you do? What do you? What do you like? I like uh, a, a, a little place out of Vermont called Shed. They make something called Mountain Ale. Uh, it is a higher percentage alcohol beer, uh, and it is, uh, you know, a, a small brew or small brewery, microbrew, if you will. Uh, and it is a, a brown ale. It is very malty and not hoppy at all. Yeah, I'd probably kind of enjoy that because, like, what I'm drinking here, Rolling Rock, that's very much close to an ale, you know. It's a different kind of ale. It's a dry ale. 
It's but closer it's to a close Pilsner, though. Rolling Rock is. Rolling Rock is nowhere near what I was describing. Rolling Rock is crisp, thin. Uh, it's uh, flavored mostly with hops and very little malt. And it's also one no, of the it's also one of the rice beers. Though, you know, it'd be like a Weinhards or it's, a Chesterfield or some shit like that. Yeah, I don't like Weinhards. Like almost every Henry Weinhards is the. I just don't like it. I can't believe it's thirty two dollars a case. I can barely fucking accept that. Yeah, yeah. Well, get ready. It's gonna get worse. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Inflation's oh, yeah. a motherfucker, isn't it? Oh yeah. Like yeah, I used let me to ask you a question. Oh, hang on, dude. Holy fuck. Uh, okay. I I. I actually used to have a target price point that I thought was generous mm. for my beer, mm. and that was 50 cents a beer when I would go to a grocery store and look for, like, a 6 or 12 or a case to buy. Mm. Right? And I'd be like, oh, at 50 cents a beer, I'm getting good value, and, you know, like, you know, I'm getting something high quality enough that my friends won't fucking laugh me out of the place, right? Because right. you know? uh, I like to treat my friends, you know? And so, uh, yeah, that quickly evaporated and moved to a dollar beer, Right now you're paying fifteen dollars for a six pack at some places, depending on the brew. And yeah. I'm like, mm, mm, uh, that sounds mm, about right. No. Maybe even more. Yeah, Maybe even I, more. for like for the low end. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Inflation is going to, uh, it will be the end. It will. Well, when the dollar crashes, it will be the end. And and, and here's alcohol. the thing. So there's actually no bottom for the dollar. Because it's a faith-based currency, right? There's, there's literally no, no. no bottom. It's for a violence-based currency. Yeah, is more accurate. Yeah, it but just you know, keeps going down. But you know what's really funny? I'll tell you right now. And I say it about smoking. Look at weed. If you look at weed from the '70s to now, you can get something. You know, a good hybrid, a purple haze, mm. maybe a little bacon bread, something that's upper mids at least. We're talking 200 bucks an ounce. Look at the consistency between the 70s to now compared to this fucking beer or a pack of cigarettes or some other crazy shit. Mm. You know, I think this is a very valid point, guys. Yeah. When's, the, when's the last time uh, cigarettes were innovated? <laughs> When they added that little that little fucking capsule yes, inside the it. little fucking that was it. My that, favorite is Camel non filter. That's old time, you know. Well, wow. you want to know what's fucked up? Like the thing uh, that really kills you about cigarettes is the filter. So that shit's made out right. of fiberglass. That's why I've got clear lungs, brother? You're dead on. I was just seen by a doctor a couple months ago. Yeah. I never smoke with a filter. I break that shit off when I roll them with the machine. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's yeah, what actually. So it pairs perfectly with all of the things that tobacco is terrible about. Like, yes, tobacco suppresses your body's natural immunity to cancer. Mm -hmm. Now, as long as those tissues don't encounter our cancer, you're fine. But if they encounter our cancer, they have a way lower ability to get rid of it. So here's this thing that causes cancer. <laughs> like, it just literally stabs you uh... in the nucleus of the cell. It is so you know, sharp I, that I, it I, penetrates. That's exactly what I was thinking. Plus, let's face it, you could put that filter and you can taste like mold and shit in it. Uh, you know? Yeah, I, Who yeah. the fuck wants that? I don't, I wish I never started, you know, looking back. At the same time, I don't berate anybody. I don't talk bad about anybody who, well, who smokes. I, mean, I, I actually, about this. I miss, I hang on, Ricky. Tobacco. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I, I, I miss the social aspect of smoking. That's where I would meet, you know, quote, my people, unquote, right? right? Uh, you know, because like, 
if you're a smoker, you're already sort of used to being dejected and like, you know, pushed oh. down to the basement or around the corner near the outhouse or whatever to go fucking smoke your cigarette. You're you're a reject of society just by being a smoker. And well, yeah. you know, I kind of like those people because the rejects of society right. are usually the open thinkers. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so but it you was know what's the most funny? likely place to find them. I do. Yeah, no, it's funny. Yeah, like, comedians are funny. There's a lot of smoke in the tobacco. There's a lot of smoke in the weed. You know what else Here, is funny, Ricky? Yeah. Clowns. Clowns are fucking funny. How do you figure? I don't find them funny. Well, that's because you have no sense of humor. I got a hell of a sense of humor. I think that's obvious. Yeah, uh, but you know what else is funny, Ricky? Mimes. Mimes. Mimes? Yeah. You ever seen that How funny mime? Mimes are so not fucking funny. Yeah, they're hilarious. You know, they may be entertaining, but they're not funny. How do you find them funny? Well, not all of them. Where do you, I've never seen a funny mime. You got to go to France, man. Funny mimes no in shit. France. Yeah. Well, I, in fact, it would seem the place for them to perfect mime. the art. Would you believe that there's a place in France where the mm. naked ladies dance? You see, I'm all for that. You know, no doubt. All right. Hey, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate you. Uh, fuck, we're out of show, dude. What? Yeah. What? We're out of show. The show, yeah, we're oh, we're going to run out. We don't have any more show. I mean, there's a little bit of show left for us to tell you that we're out of show. Mm. but And that we are out of show for a while. Well, you know, perhaps. We'll see what happens. Uh, but don't have any expectation of uh, Beard Talk Live while uh, we are doing festival-related activities. That's right. Is, is really what we're saying. So... Episode, what was it? 43? Yeah. Is that today? 43. All right. All right. Well, uh, as we usually are wont to do, we're going to take you out with some music. Thank you to all of our callers. Thank you, Peakless. Thank you, Captain. Uh, and peace. The government totally sucks, you motherfucker. The government totally sucks. Ben Franklin was a rebel indeed. Like to get naked while he smoked on the weed He was a genius, but if he was here today The government would fuck him up his right GSA Now let me tell you something about the government uh -huh. They're fucking up the environment They're taking all the fucking beautiful animals yeah, And making them fucking Cause the land of love and freedom is just a baby's baby.